Sup, fuckers. What's up? How the hell are you? Hi. 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 This is Kara's first time on the podcast. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. I'm Let's happy you're here. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we also got Spencer. Hello. Majestic. Just handsome. And then this guy, Yeg. Glare <laughs> at me all you want. I don't care. So we're going to talk about horror movies. Have you guys seen horror movies before? Those are the scary ones, right? I think so. Yeah. We, we hate those. Yeah, they're the ones that are rated under X. Yeah, we are very passionate about watching the absolute dumbest scary movies we can find. I like that. Gives it a little bit more depth. Yes, yeah. yes. Favorite pastime of ours to find the dumbest thing possible and try to get through the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go clockwise. Favorite horror movie. Your first. Uh, real scary movie or favorite? Doesn't Silly matter. One. Favorite. Um, I think right now at this point mine is still Oculus. With uh, Karen Gillian? Yes. Man, I would rate that just because Karen Gillian's in it. <laughs> I have to say, she's like number watched, thirteen in my book. I'm just saying. Oh, I don't blame you. She would be somewhere on my book. <laughs> First <laughs> time we watched that. that movie. I mean, even when I watch it now, it's just something about. I think maybe there's like a part <coughs> in the movie where it like shows her when the lady that's like possessed or whatever, and she's just like smiling in her eyes. She got the eye shine, and it's kind of dark in the room. And it's just super creepy. Yeah, that's, that's what a mo- scary movie. What is it? Oculus. Oh, sorry. Well, about the mirror, like the. Like yeah, the no, I I remember mirror. seeing the movie. Yeah. But I, for a second, I thought you were talking about a totally different movie. No. Yeah. Maybe tropes are just oh, there. I I, I got yeah. I got one. Um, Strangled. Ooh, good choice. Do 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 you know what I'm? Talking yeah, about? no, I know what you're talking about. But body piercings. Yeah. Fucking absolutely gruesome. Killed me right off the bat just because I think it's vaguely based on a true story. Probably. There's enough sick fucks around. There's definitely enough sick fucks. That one, that one was bad because the beginning of the show, the guy getting his cock pierced for no reason. That Wait. sounds horrific to me. Is this an autobiography about Yegor Farinets? Yeah, definitely bad. He's like, why? Why? Like, why did I do that? Why did you do that? I got to go with uh, Insidious. I watched that movie. I was like um, 27 years old. Oh, shit. Had to sleep with the lights on that night. Oh, and for the next, like, what week, a bitch. Yeah, I'll take it. It's fine. That movie scared the piss out of me. No, I'm going to be honest. There's other movies that scared the shit out of me. And I slept with the lights on and fucking shotgun just waiting. Yeah. Uh, you know, those demonic guys just come out of nowhere fucking for no reason. How the hell are you going to shoot a demon? <laughs> quite, quite easily. Like, I'm going to shoot the ghost that's I'm not actually You shoot, you shoot him and then fuck him just to establish, gonna get it. establish dominance. Jesus, I think yeah. The, uh, fuck, what is it? Oh, Insidious, yeah. 
that was a scary movie, and there's a lot of jump scares. And I liked it up until the point where it shows him like in that workshop above the. Yeah, no, when he actually finds his son, yeah, and he goes to save him, and you see the demon, and, and he's, he's like sewing, the, and yeah, he's like sewing and listening. Uh, Tiny Tim. Tiptoe by the window. Funny story about that. I I, I know. Hold on. I got to tell you this story. This is hilarious. To me, it is anyway. I don't give a shit if anybody else finds it hilarious. So my little brother was terrified of that song because of that movie. So downstairs in the house we were in, the light switch was on the outside of the bathroom, but there was a gap like an inch and a half under the door. So I turned that song on my phone and I slid the phone under the door and I shut the lights off <laughs> and I bungee corded the doorknob of that bathroom door to the bedroom door opposite of it so he couldn't get out. He was pissed at me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and it was nighttime, so it was pitch black. He was really mad. Great times, great times. I think Spencer's most favorite thing to do in the entire world is to make us watch some scary shit that's like really scary. And then he turns everything off and he runs up the stairs like a little girl as fast as he can. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's his favorite thing. I do do have a question. What is the most um, horrifying movie you ever watched? Like horror movies straight up, like that made you fucking scared. For me, it's been a couple, but if if you guys want me to go, okay. Uh, Paranormal Activity, first one, the very, oh, one. The very first one definitely scared the living shit out of me. Like sleeping with the lights on was a thing. And, Gun out and human said to be. I think for me it was probably probably The Exorcist, just because I saw it when I was oh, seven, God. eight years old, maybe. And uh, at that time, there weren't really movies like that. There was, there was nothing like that. And uh, yeah, for me, that sticks out. And maybe that's where my love of horror movies comes from, is just that terrified, like... I think we all have uh, inherent want to be scared because we don't get that in our daily lives. Like, I think that... It's kind of built into our DNA to be react reacting to scare scary situations. Um, I I feel like fear builds us uh, shows shows us our fears, so you can right. just do better. Well, right. It's just like being an adrenaline junkie, the same kind of thing. Exactly. Same kind of rush. Kara. Oh, this is so hard. I'm gonna go back to my my childhood worst movie. Um, Everybody still makes fun like of me. Goonies. <laughs> mine is Nightmare on 13th. I hate oh. Freddy Krueger. I hate him. He's so scary to me. Still to this day, I tried to watch it, and it's so corny and old, but it's still Yet so. Yet it scary. still lands. The because concept is like gold. It's so good. You know, and it's funny because that's my same answer. So good. Is Nightmare on Elm Street, and or, uh, yeah, sorry. I'm going to be a little open about it and say that like. Um, as far back as I can remember, I had very kind of vivid nightmares. So to watch a movie where this guy could attack you in your dreams. Oh, yeah, it's horrifying. It, it felt extremely <laughs> vulnerable to me. And 
Yeah, so same thing. Like, I can watch it now and go, God, this is so dumb. But at the time in 1984, yeah, like, you could still watch it with an open mind and go, God, that's terrifying. I think I was... Oh, I was little when I saw it. Like I was, I was in Las Vegas at my grandparents' house, and I wasn't supposed to be watching it. They had this <laughs> huge flight of stairs that went up to the upper level, and it just was perfectly in alignment with the TV. Yeah. And every night, like I loved scary movies, but they didn't ever let us watch them. But they'd watch them like every weekend, and we were there pretty much every weekend. Yeah, so they know what you're sit, gonna do. Yeah, I would sit at the top of the stairs and watch them, and. Yeah, I just happened to get to see that one, and it, it's still to this day, when we go to anything, like, Freddy Cougar scares the shit out of me. Yeah, it, it's pretty funny. <laughs> to Spencer's oh, point, there's, there is should. a strange addiction to fear. I always equate scary movies to hot sauce. Like, you watch scary movies knowing that you're trying to scare yourself in the same way you put hot sauce on your food, no, knowing you're, you're going to hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. But you do it anyway because it's there's a strange enjoyment. Yeah. Uh, it, it's kind of nice waking up at night seeing a fucking dark figure watching over you in the middle of the night. But yeah, it, it's, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I worry about thing, you, though. my that's friend. Real. That can really no, happen. No, 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 no. Like, uh, for, for me, like when I was younger, yeah, your mind uh, takes over and sees sure. stuff that was probably not there to begin with. At least I believe it was not there to begin with. And now I'm like, you just, you know, pull out a gun and shoot it for you. But anyway. <laughs> Until you shoot through the wall and hit your sister. <laughs> Downstairs. But <laughs> it's fine. Thank you. No, uh, you're, you're not that good of a shot. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's easy. It gets the shot. shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, automated bullets. Um uh, th- th- there's been a lot of horror movies, but the, the genre, the that really scares the shit out of me out of the body horrors like hostile um, kills have eyes like gore porn wrong, wrong wrong turn like all of the stuff is absolutely scary so you probably love the saw franchise no actually no. don't don't ones really? the, that one's actually a joke to me because it's like a it's like um how to say instigated it's it's all planned so that one makes, yeah. You know, like, so with that said, it's blend. What kind of horror movies do you tend to lean into? And we'll go clockwise on this. Do you prefer the gore porn? Do you prefer the demonic possession? Do you prefer the paranormal? I sit somewhere between like the possession movies and then the par- like paranormal activity ones are always so good because to me that's something that can actually happen in real life and it has to us a lot of us um so those ones are always so good i don't really care for like i hate clown movies i think they're stupid they're not scary to me at all i think they're dumb and that's a waste of time yeah uh i yeah karen and i have the same taste in movies I, I like the paranormal stuff um, but I also like like slasher movies like all the classic oh, yeah, Nightmare on the Street Michael Myers yeah you know Friday the 13th even though they're all kind of like a joke now but uh, I haven't seen the new uh, 
that new one that came out Thanksgiving, which you seen the trailers for that? The one just came out. Friday, Friday, uh, Friday Thirteen. No, Jason it's, one. It's a Thanksgiving movie. It's called Thanksgiving. I remember seeing hmm. the trailer for like it, but we haven't seen it yet. Guy that dresses kind of like a pilgrim. Yeah, I, 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 I don't like, think I jerked off to that one yet. But <laughs> <laughs> we love zombie movies too. Zombie like movies any zombie movie, sure. we're all over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking yank. I haven't jerked off to I said that one yet. Thanksgiving, not Yanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Watch Slasher on Netflix? No. No, not yet. So it's definitely, I would recommend, even though Netflix fucking gouges you on prices, fuck them. But if you have a chance to pirate, pirate the shit out of it. Not a sponsor. <laughs> not a sponsor. We are not affiliated to this man. Not a sponsor. Hey, Netflix, but if you want to hit me up, it's my channel. So, you know, I'll take the endorsement. If you want to, yeah, take endorsement, but. Again, Slasher is one of the best uh, TV series Netflix has. It's it's like a um, TV series about the characters, and like they have like two seasons, I think. Is it a Netflix series? Or it's a Netflix series with same actors playing different roles in the different seasons. Like, oh, okay. It's kind of like American Horror Story. Kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly like American Horror Story. It's called Slasher? It's called Slasher. Really fucking good in terms of horror stuff it's like good mystery you try to figure out who is the responsible for all of that in the second I think in the second season it was kind of predictable but second first season fucking gold yeah you know if uh, if there's a Ukrainian person on the show he's a slasher <laughs> just kidding <laughs> they're not that smart <laughs> they can't hear that death stare yeah. <laughs> can't hear it. We gotta do it a little louder. Do you want to see the little bit, like? Anyway. Anyway, yeah, I so, so I prefer it's, it's the really good because Dave is talking right now, so I'm gonna just keep talking. <laughs> you think I can't anyway, edit you because, out? I don't think you can. Bet dog. I bet you can't. Anyway, um, I prefer like the paranormal stuff. I like the. The Paranormal Activity series is actually really entertaining to me, even though the last one, which one was it? The one where they had, like, the camera that could see the... I think there's more than four. But the one where they had the camera that could see the ghosts and shit, that one was fucking dumb. But all the rest of them were actually... I felt like they lost quality the more they made. They did, yeah. And, And that happens with sequels. But I think in terms of those movies... They were actually really entertaining because they came from that realistic point of view of like watching the cameras inside of your own house. Um, Demonic possession movies tend to be really kind of close to me as well. There was one, The Taking of Deborah Logan. Did you guys watch that? Yeah. I know we did. I can't think of which one it was. Yeah. I remember that movie got turned on while I was in the room. And for the first half of it, I was kind of like zoning out, playing on my phone. About halfway through, I started to tune in, and I was glued on that movie till it was over. Well, the first half of it, you don't if you if you don't know what the movie is supposed to be about, it, the first maybe 
25 minutes of it seems like a documentary about yeah that's having problems with like Alzheimer's dementia and it's exactly that's, I mean that's what it's supposed to be and then it turns out that she's like fucking possessed oh that's right okay now I remember I was just gonna look it up because yeah. I couldn't remember yeah I remember that end scene where the lady chases her mom into the cave and her mom like dislocates her jaw like a snake to yeah. try to swallow the little yeah. girl and I was like oh god fuck that Ugh. <laughs> so what do you what do you guys think about the um, found footage horror movie craze that happened for a minute like Blair Witch I wanted to love it but they make me sick I can't watch them <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea um, of it so much and I think it's really creative and cool and I love that it's like showing a journey, but yeah, I could never get through them because I have motion sickness. So oh, that's unfortunately, fair. I I never could enjoy those ones. Um, I do like them, um, just because it gives you the the personal perspective of like almost like a first person horror game. Yeah. Um, so you kind of feel the anxiety almost, um, but they do get a little bit much. Um, so there are a few that are. Kind of half and half, like uh, like Paranormal Activity. Most of those movies are kind of half and half, where it's like stationary cameras, uh, closed circuit TV cameras, and then handheld cameras, shot from the perspective of the people that are in the movies. Um, so I kind of like those ones a little bit more, but I like those movies um, to a certain extent for sure. Um, for me, Blair Witch was very, very good. It was one of the first in its genre, like like a POV film. Yeah. Um, really, really, really good. Um, in terms of, uh, I think Buddy Horrors is the one that scared the shit out of me. The Buddy Horrors, like what? Hostile, the Silent Hill. Okay. Especially Silent Hill, like the because when I watched Silent Hill, I definitely should not have been allowed to watch Silent Hill. That is such a good movie. I love that one. It is absolutely like the wrong turn. Silent Hill was it the same stuff like the in terms of type. Yeah, definitely scared the shit out of me. Paranormal Activity, the very first one. Because it's POV, like 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 cameras, yeah, uh, filmed from the cameras. Because it made made it more believable. Yeah, I, I like the that kind of genre because for one, it makes you feel like you could be that same victim, right. especially with paranormal activity. Because you go, yeah, dude, if I set up a camera in my bedroom, what would I see? Sex tape. <laughs> that that's all. Not in my bedroom. <laughs> Not- in or yours. <laughs> Maybe in theirs. Yeah. We, might, we might be millionaires. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Spence, it's a good time to talk about our OnlyFans account. Our. <laughs> please, please like and subscribe. <laughs> but babe, I, I thought you didn't know about that. <laughs> I thought you didn't know. You guys have the same videos on a oh, separate account. You have, you have different You're doubling you have to down. Claim, both claim it on the taxes. Do it together like a fucking is grown that, up. Is that why you keep moving me to that one corner? <laughs> Come over here. <laughs> Suddenly, I don't feel so clean sitting in this chair. It's fine. It's fine. That's all right. It's a wooden chair. I thought it was was sticky, but I wasn't going to judge. It's not my house. 
Uh, no, uh, Blair Witch was f- fucking great, in my opinion, because it was a, an entirely new style. It was something totally different, never seen before, new and genre. they spent the entire first half of the movie establish, establishing the lore that went behind the story. So it was like when they talked about, oh, Rustin Parr would capture these kids and make them stand in opposite corners in the basement then he would kill them one by one while they weren't looking at him and then that's how the movie ends and you're like what the fuck yeah and I I think that really that really added to the whole value of the movie especially when uh, uh, what's her name the female character in the movie when she goes downstairs and she's like Josh Josh and she sees him standing there and then, boom, the camera goes down, and the movie ends. You already know what happened. And yeah. no tits out. Like, yeah. That was completely horrible. I know. Bad writing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, well, that seems to be, like, a, a huge trope, and especially, like, 80s and 90s horror movies is, like, it is borderline. I mean, it was, like close to porno at that at that point in the 80s and 90s like yeah. just like softcore porn like essentially um, especially Jason movies yeah it's hard to jerk off to <laughs> anything not else, for you you're saying <laughs> <laughs> now you need murder inside your porn <laughs> you know you gotta make elevations if you gotta stay up stay up indeed so, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah it's just like I can't fucking can't push this rope unless somebody dies. Psycho. Uh, can you please hang yourself after this? Or during. Jesus fuck. That took a turn. Anyway, what's... Put the lotion on its skin. Put the lotion in the basket. What's up? Yeg's in the bathroom with his lipstick. Would you fuck me? I, I'll, would put, you it, fuck I'll put it on. I'll put it on. Take some selfies. Has, has he not seen Silence of the Lambs? Oh, I definitely oh, have yeah. seen it. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. That, that was the scene I was... You know, that's, yeah, was, that's, that's, that's really why good. I said put it in. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that's a really good... Like alternate to horror movies is these very heavy psychological oh, thrillers. Oh, I love psychological thrillers. Like I think those are so cool, For, especially like I read a lot of those books, but I love those movies. Frozen. The uh, crazy ass people are so scary. They're yeah, so good. it's it's funny because we all think about like, you know, Freddy or Jason or Michael Myers or all these other, you those know, are big time characters that we think of as scary, but it's like people are the scariest. I think people are the worst, especially like you, mental you, health patients like that. No offense to anybody, but like they're that's something that can actually happen, and yeah. some of it has. That shit is crazy. I, I you love go it. Through, cool. You go through true crime, and it's absolutely ridiculous. Some of the stuff you see in true crime, it did not happen in any of the movies, and you like thank fucking god because. You know, and, oh, and I gotta say, so much harder than <laughs> the most like unsettling scene from Silence of the Lambs is when Clary Starling is walking to Hannibal Lecter's cell, Jerking and off. she sees multiple Migs in the cell next to him, and he's just like, oh yeah, it's disgusting, beating I, his dick, and then he's like, I can smell your gut, and then when she walks past, he like throws it at her, flings his jizz at her, and you're just like, that is... That actually made the most sense to me, actually. That was the most reasonable stuff (laughs) that I fucking heard about that is, like... The guy... Afterwards, like, she goes back to the... Go see Hannibal Lecter, 
and he's not there. I mean, Multiple Miggs is Miggs. not there yeah. anymore. And she asked what happened to him, and they said that he kills himself. Because Hannibal Lecter convinced him to swallow to his tongue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, he just got in his head about it. And that is so bananas to me that people can actually do that. And I think that's way more scary yeah. than punk-ass oh, Michael Myers. Oh, yeah, it's Myers. like being a murderer without ever having to touch anybody. Um, yeah. The, the Hannibal Lecter, like in, 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 especially in the movies, like it's been one of the most influencing people well, even like they they make TV shows about him. Like if you've watched the TV show, a uh, TV show is much <laughs> fucking scarier. TV show is straight up like fucking out a horror story. Well, I think part of that is the actor, Mass Miguelson. He is so good and he's so convincing. And I'll I'll fight anybody that he's better than Anthony Hopkins as that character. I, but he's so much more like. Calculated and precise. I haven't seen these ones yet, so I he's, can't really chime be- in on he, this. He's but. better than Anthony Hopkins, so he can fight me right now. You've been trying to fight me all night, so. <laughs> <laughs> and you, yet he did not take the bait because he's a fucking wuss. <laughs> sure, bud. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes, I, I agree that the. the Thanks, TV, Yeg. I appreciate TV, that. TV version was. Um, no, he was good. Watch more, much more calculated. Well, he that definitely he was, provided him, especially like um, with the way he was influencing people as a therapist. Well, that and he had so much more charisma than Anthony Hopkins did. Have you guys watched that? Mm-mm. So it, I definitely recommend it because yeah, he's ten out of ten. He's, um, I'll say, a little bit more charming in terms that like. The way he speaks and the way he carries himself is kind of disarming. So even as an audience member, you watch him and you go, yeah, dude, I would go in and lay out all my childhood trauma to this guy. And then he would use it against me to be able to eat me later, but at least I'd feel better. <laughs> He's just going to put his, my skin on him like an outfit. It's fine. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> but you would make a very good meal out of you. So. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, I'm confusing. Anthony it's not Anthony Hopkins that puts the skin on people. I'm um, no. That's Buffalo Bill. Yes. It was Buffalo Bill that, that was making the Anthony, skin. Anthony, Anthony but he Hopkins does like tear off his face and use it as a mask. Yeah, he the does. Cop's yeah. Face. Anthony Hopkins was the one who to, hasn't done to that. Feed Come on, the, your own brain to yourself <laughs> in the Red Dragon. Yeah. So with that said, what is a horror movie that has stuck with you so much over the years that you don't go very long amounts of time without thinking about it? or the ramifications of that movie. And to give some kind of context, I think about, like I was saying, when I watched Insidious, I had to sleep with the light on that night, but then for the next week or two, I was constantly like on the prowl for that demon or worried about you know, leaving my vessel at night while I was dreaming or things like that. Or maybe even when you were a child and you saw like a Freddy Krueger movie and it stuck with you so bad that you thought about it nonstop. What is that movie for you guys? Oh, give me a second to think about this. Let's um, I want to say hers is uh, Nightmare on Elm Street because I can scare her with Freddy Krueger stuff at any time of the day. He totally and- can. <laughs> It's so there was really one year bad. I dressed up as Freddy Krueger for Halloween. And uh, so I went to the Halloween store, and this is like we're going to a Halloween party. I didn't night. know anything about this. And I didn't know what I was going to dress up as. She already had her costume and stuff. So I get home, 
And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go get ready. And she goes, what did you get? And I said, I got one of those Borat swimsuits. And, I, and, and she's I'm like, like, what? I'm like, oh, hell no. Like, yeah, I'm going to go put it on. Hold on real quick. Yeah, so I'm like, hell no, I'm not going to this party with you with your ass out. It's at a bar. Like, like this no. party is like a big party at this bar. Invite, <laughs> invite me next time. And uh, so we go to this. So I go upstairs, close the door, and uh, put on like the Freddy mask, the hat, the glove, you know. Shirt like Freddy Krueger's and shit, and then I hide in the bed. And I pull the covers over myself. I'm laying flat on the bed, and I have the covers stretched out. <laughs> she knocks on the door, and she's like, "Can I come in? Let me see that thing. I want to see this." And she's giggling outside the door. <laughs> so, yeah, come on in. So she comes in, and she's like, "Where? Where are you?" And then I fucking just jump out of the bed, dressed as Freddy Krueger. I fell down the stairs. <laughs> she does a Scooby Doo like run in place, like. I was like running away and slipped down. <laughs> Slides down the stairs and I go chasing after her. But I would say hers for sure is Freddy Krueger. Yeah, he's probably right. I think, but I don't think about it like all the time. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> it's definitely something, something you can get me sticks with. with you. It still has a profound effect. Even it still scares me. Decades later, you're still like <sighs> Freddy Krueger. Oh, he's so creepy I'm, though. I'm ready for mine. For me, I think it's uh, probably Event Horizon. Ooh, just because there are certain scenes in that movie that are just really creepy, and when I first saw that movie, like you said, I had to sleep with the lights on and like I couldn't stop thinking. Like anytime I was alone or like I would think about um, the freaking guy from Jurassic Park. That's Event Horizon guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, just creepy. It's a creepy movie. Scary. Um. For me, it's multiple, but I would say hostile. Hostile when the Asian girl at the train station looks in the mirror and sees her eye gouged out, and then she jumps in front of the train. It, that, that one absolutely fucking kills me every single time, just because of the pure horror that she experiences. And uh, second would be the anything and strangled because of fucking cock piercings <laughs> he just can't stop thinking about that cock <laughs> he's upset because he doesn't have enough mass to get a piercing <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm sorry Yig. No, I'm, I'm not <laughs> you, you shouldn't be don't be ashamed no, of I your am. body it's fine I'm not ashamed of my body <laughs> you know I I gotta go back to what Spencer just said about Event Horizon. Keep in mind, I didn't watch that movie until I was like 33. And it had that very Did similar... Did allowed you to watch that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he was, had to wear his footy pajamas. <laughs> I did. My footy Superman pajamas. <laughs> like, to feel Just safe. kidding. They were Batman. Uh, That's no. fucking what I thought. Uh, no, so in, in fact... This is going to sound so silly, but I wrote this entire diatribe about how weak-minded men love Batman and strong-minded men love Superman, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, no, Event Horizon was actually a really terrifying movie. Not just in terms of the visuals, because, yeah, Sam Neill is, like, you know, having his eyes sewed shut or whatever it was and yeah. covered in blood and all that it was just the idea of like 
the science behind it that this spaceship could open this wormhole between space-time and it could go somewhere else, but it happened to go to this other dimension where it's literal hell and then came back and infected all these people who went to investigate is kind of a terrifying paradox in and of itself because you think about that's in some way possible. If you do subscribe to the idea that there are infinite realities and time travel, parallel universes or string theory, whatever it is you want to call it, who's to say there isn't an alternate reality where it is just an entire hellscape and these astronauts went there and came back. Yeah. Or the ship went there and came back and it came back infected. That was a good one. Again, Insidious is a good one. I think um, long term, the only ones that really stick with me are gore porn. Like this guy was saying with Hostel. I didn't even get all the way through that movie. I got to the point where they cut that dude's Achilles tendon. Oh, you were such a fucking pussy. I watched the whole fucking movie and I suffered. He's like, I watched the whole fucking movie and jerked off the whole time. (laughs) Yeah, I was definitely harder than the fucking rock that day. (laughs) See? So, to me, that stuff doesn't do anything for me. Because it's it's just like... did not finish it. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't finish it all, unlike you. Because... (laughs) To me, it's just a simple fact of, like, I know that there are disgusting, horrible humans out there. I don't know about ghosts or demons or the paranormal or things like that. So, this is more intriguing. Hands of a surgeon. I think that... I don't know, like, there's certain things I like to watch that are scary and unknown stuff, but, like, stuff that's just grotesque for the sake of, like, shock value, I just am not interested in watching it. Like, the, same. Like, the Rob mo- Zombie the movies, I... Oh, I hate his the movies. The most horrific stuff. I think that he just, stuff. like, really glorifies rape. Yeah, I hate his movies. movies. I can't. I just yeah. can't stand that shit. The most that's horrific stuff that you can watch is the stuff that can actually happen, and that's fucking absolutely terrifying. I agree, and I agree with what you were just saying. Like the whole glorification of rape, especially within the realm of a horror movie. Yeah, it's stupid. I hate it. it it's dumb. Like if your character, especially within the realm of Michael Myers. If you can't make that scary as a writer slash director, don't bother making horror movies. Well, it's already a, it's already like that. A, that one is a slasher. Slasher. A that's already established. All you got to do is make it a scary story. You don't have to interject like. You don't have to extended have, rape scene. Like. Yeah, and and it was like what in a mental health facility, which is even right. worse. Yeah. Oh, are you are you talking about the remake one that when yeah, they started it's like so the Rob Zombie, the Rob Zombie movies. one, yeah. Well, and it, what's funny is that was only in, like, the extended edition. And that was, like, the only time I ever watched an extended edition of a movie. And I, I went, I really wish I would have just stayed I with the regular one. I don't think it was an extended edition. No, it was. I don't know which one we watched, but it seems like every um, Rob Zombie movie I've ever watched has something like that in it. The, it, it tried to provide the, like, the kind of different kind of horror. Just that's not get, horror, though. That's human abuse. That's human it actually horror. happens a lot more often than... Oh, it, it happens way too much. That's why I don't yeah, think it it's does. necessary to glorify want. it. Yeah. But it's, it's like, 
And I, I think of two examples in this vein. Of one is the movie The Hills Have Eyes. Oh. That yeah, was, I didn't finish that one. That was potentially that a great movie. I'll never no. know because I couldn't get past the rape scene because I think that's yeah, so disgusting. Mm. Mm. Same. Thousand corpses, like that. That, that, that the hills of eyes to this day scares the living fucking shit out of me. And a lot of it has to do with like the the whole scene with like fucking with a baby when he has. I like, didn't even get that far. I don't even know. What you're no, talking it's, about. it's during the rape scene. Is like when he has like um, like threatening the baby. Oh God! I, I, Dude, I, as soon as they went in and started going, I was like, fun. "I'm yeah, done." No. But the other part is, you think about a movie like American History X. You take that movie, which was an amazing movie, and then you get to that particular scene, and you know exactly what scene oh, I'm talking about. And then awful. you go, yeah. "You could have told basically what happened." within a context instead of showing me what happened and that movie would have been so much better you don't have to give me shock value to make your movie good do, yeah like do do you think those movies provide more bad than good yes oh yeah absolutely i think that people that enjoy those secretly have a little psychopathic side in them like, i i agree i actually 100% agree with that like um, those values i think that, that they show uh, people like discover stuff about themselves and I think they would want to take it out on other people if you yeah. can watch something like that and not be bothered and know like oh that was too much you should probably think about it a little bit you know you should yeah. definitely I can't watch like if that's entertaining to you something's, something's going on in there yeah, well <clears throat> and that kind of goes back to the question of movies that stick with you in that way and it's like any movie with blatant assault like that where it's very visceral and real it just it doesn't leave me right away so if you again if you have to put that in your movie your movie's not that fucking good nope. yeah. no yeah has uh, anyone watched the movie I Spit on a Grave no because I know the premise and uh, I'm not I'm not cool with it it is same with Last House on the Left it is absolutely brutal oh actually I Spit on a Grave is much worse but Still. Yeah, I didn't finish Last House on the Left either um, <laughs> because of the forest scene. Didn't I, I do not remember the forest scene. I just know the forest. premise of what happens, which is an automatic uh, turnoff for me. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I will not watch it. It, it is, like it is a little bit um, rewarding at the end when the girl takes revenge on everybody. Like, yeah. I think he, she sticks the shotgun in one of the guys' ass, and, like, I forgot what happens, but he has to, like, at one point he has to blow his own asshole off. And that's very rewarding, but well, even even if you compare that to like uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo, do you guys see that? Yes. Again. So the the scene where she got her revenge, where she took this big stainless object and inserted it and gave it a few good solid kicks. Part of you goes, yeah, that should be retribution. That should make her even. No, it's no, not. No, she's still dealing with the aftermath yeah, of what he did. Exactly. That's, and yeah. that is always sticks with people. And furthermore, so. you could imply what happened to her and then show that graphic part of the revenge, I would have been totally okay with that. But you don't have to throw that in. Yeah. It's it's just you being gratuitous about disgusting shit that people don't want so to see. is that a horror just... Gratuitous? No, that's horror. It's just a different kind of horror. Because when well, we think of horror, we think of... It's kind of like torture horror, I yeah, would say, like in that genre. It's gore porn of a different version. Well, just like you're talking about, you like going to see a scary movie because you get the adrenaline of 
of like being scared when you're I, watching the movie, I think there are certain people that get a thrill from seeing something horrible like that. Um, and so, I mean, it affects psyche for sure. Like, of anybody that watches it, some people are affected negatively and some people like the thrill of it. Um, but you look at a movie, movies like we're talking about here, and then you look at a movie like The Blair Witch Project, which they don't, there's no monsters, there's no, you don't even ever really see anything super scary. It's just the ambiance of what they're talking about and like the th the thing of actually not seeing anything that makes it scary. I think that's better than yeah. the other I mean, stuff. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest, the stuff of the real world scares the living shit out of me. Like, there's anything, like, uh, I think it was something with the eye. I forgot what, what the name of the TV show where the hackers would hug, hack into the girl's, like, account and stuff. And, like, I forgot what it's called. And that one is very, very, like, fresh, like, scary just because it can happen to anyone like it happened like similar stuff happened to my friends where the hackers would get into their accounts and and do stuff and like it is absolutely fucking scary so i'll put that, a that's every that's everyday occurrence so i'll put a connotation on that and say it's really easy to be scared about real life events or real things that can happen and I always kind of, in some way, classify people in two categories. You like true crime or you like the unknown. If you like true crime, it's because you understand that people are shitty, but you're curious about why they're shitty. Versus if you're into the unknown, it's because you have no answers, but you want all of them. And it's kind of the same thing where I'll watch some of these psychological thrillers and I'll go, yeah, you, you know, that had me on edge. But at the end of the day, it was just a person who did it. It was just another human. But on the other hand, you have, you know, the paranormal movie or the ghost movie or whatever it is. And you go, yeah, there, there's something behind that that I can't really explain. Even with the shitty ones, like uh, what was that one with the tooth fairy? <laughs> uh, Darkness so Falls. Good. Yeah. And it, it's such a silly ass movie, but the whole time you're like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know. Versus if you watch, like, again, American History X, where you see it's just like the evil nature of humans. Like, I already know humans are evil. And not inherently, but a fair amount enough to say. But it's like, I, I'm not surprised by that. I'm surprised by this. I love true crime, um, but I am so interested in psychology. I think it's so cool. Just, like, most of those people that commit those murders had something crazy happen to them as a kid, and it's, like, consistent. Yeah. If you watch all of them, like, it's, there's consistent, like, patterns between serial killers. Child abuse. Yeah, like, child abuse or most neglect likely. or, like, things like that that they had to, that they went through that made them wacko. Yeah. And that's why I think those are so interesting. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen this movie, but I love this movie so much. It's a psychological thriller. It's got um, Leonardo DiCaprio in it, Shutter Island. Yep. Oh, yes. I love that movie. Um, I don't want to give it away if somebody hasn't seen it, but 
At this point, it doesn't matter if they haven't seen it. That's been out for like it's been at least a bare minimum decade. Can I be honest and say that movie was completely predictable to me? It was, but it was such a mind fuck too. Yeah, like he was so mentally ill from that experience that he actually thought he was like solving this thing. I, I, it was really cool to me. I liked it. I liked no, it, it was I've a seen good it movie. Multiple times, just because I wanted to keep seeing if I missed parts. No, it was. It's an extremely well crafted movie. I cannot deny yeah, that. That was awesome. I think I was just able to predict the ending because I can see patterns. And there the were certain, second time I watched it, I was like, "Oh, I missed all of this. Like, well, there, I missed a lot of there it." There were certain that's patterns. That's actually the best part of uh, watching the movie for the second time. You see the clues, like. Yeah, I'm um, like, oh, this I would have seen this coming if I would have noticed this one little thing. Or, um, well, there there are certain factors that I was able to kind of pick up on right away, and I'm not like a super genius or whatever. It's just that again, it becomes like what we were talking about with the true crime thing is you understand a lot of these people are inherently evil or just fucked up or just destroyed from childhood, but there is a pattern that goes with it. So there were certain patterns that I was able to watch within that movie of, mm-hmm. like, just for example, the fact that he never lights his own cigarette. Yeah, he never does. Yeah. <laughs> but it's you kind of go, like, okay, he's in a mental institution. He never lights his own cigarette. He never actually reaches for his gun when he's in a scary spot, things mm-hmm. like this. And you kind of go, like, I don't know. I kind of feel like he's one of the patients, you know? Yeah, there was a lot of weird stuff that I didn't notice until the second yeah. time, for sure. All of those things, yeah. That's one of my favorites. I love that movie. I do love that movie. Again, it's a very well-crafted movie. Have you guys ever seen, and this is not a horror movie, but some might think so. Have you ever seen The Cell with the Jennifer Lopez one? That is a horror movie. That was a crazy movie, too. Um, That was good. Shit. Uh, I I was going to bring up Gothic with Halle Berry. That's also a good movie. Yeah, the Gothic with Halle Berry, by far one of the movies that scared the living shit out of me just because the way it was done. Like the like it's like a ghost slash like revenge in a way. And damn, that would that one was really fucking good. So I think the thing that made that movie so good to me is that there is a very heavy overtone of sexual assault. But it wasn't glorified. It was more imparted in a way of lapses in memory and things like that to where she was able to come to the conclusion without basically putting in all these graphic scenes to where she could figure out who the killer was by actually piecing it together and not just, you know, the director or the actors Um, or whatever putting in all these super graphic scenes to illustrate what happened. Instead, she was able to use her mind and actually conquer the problem instead of just being like, oh, God, this happened. I got to fight back, you know. Mm. But me being in the mental institution definitely made it difficult. Because You've been in a mental institution? You said me being <laughs> in a mental institution. That's what it sounded like. Being in the mental institution definitely made it like a difficult for... For sure. And mental institutions make it a really great ambiance. Whether it's a horror movie or a psychological thriller or what have you because anybody who's ever been to one knows that they feel very heavy inside any of them 
even you know down the road here asylum 49 if you've ever been there you I've go been, yeah i've been in there but not when it was a hospital but even when it's a haunted the house energy is crazy. It, yeah it's yeah. very heavy it feels very different and you know they tell stories and all this mm-hmm. about it but when you're actually in there and you feel it it's so, very different yeah so um i do markets at the building right next to it and sometimes they store their things over there sometimes so they'll have you go over there for things and I mean, the hospital that's next to it was like a senior living type thing that mm-hmm. they've now turned into this little ghetto mall that smells like dead people. But <laughs> but that whole, both of those buildings have like the creepiest vibe. It's really weird. Like your energy just changes when you go in there. You can feel it. It's really weird. Mm. It's, it's eerie. I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I remember you talking about that when you came back first time from the market just saying how it was really a different atmosphere oh yeah I felt like uh, some serious off energy there like um question how how, how many of you like been to the pla- abandoned places like straight up like haunted oh haunted places I don't know if they're actually haunted but I've been to abandoned places like you, you do you have a weird feeling about it like, oh, like well, ser- serial killer is about to fucking uh, get you I wouldn't even say serial killer but like you can definitely feel when something's happened somewhere for sure I can I can tell they same I uh I've talked about it before on this show and I actually kind of want to do a side side segment about it but um I'm pretty sure the house I live in is haunted mm. not in a negative connotation not just me relax <laughs> no <laughs> my dogs are tougher than you so you wouldn't survive no um, like Kara said I sometimes <laughs> sometimes you go into a place and you just intrinsically know you can feel it. It's not just quite in the air. It weighs heavy on you. Oh, you can feel it in the way... It, like It's like this... Static electricity charge or It's something. like this odd feeling that you get within yourself that you know yeah. it's not you. It's like something else there. Like That's definitely something that I think is really true. Well, sure. it's like if you walk into somewhere... Say like when you're a kid or something and you're walking to the house from school and you're like maybe your parents are fighting or something like that yeah it's that same you walk vibe. in yeah. and they're not fighting or yelling or anything and you don't even see anybody but you walk in and you can feel it oh you can feel the as mood soon as yeah. you walk in and it's just like There's, you definitely have to have a stronger empathic sense I think but I it, have a super empath. <laughs> oh my gosh it sucks actually I'm really really dude. strong in that I agree. Because of my past, I hate it, actually. You know, and it's even when you (laughs) feel, you know, you can walk past somebody who's just in a bad mood and you feel that energy. But I think it carries a little bit heavier with a place. Oh, yeah, it stays in the place. It it does. It doesn't leave. And and there's, like, stone tape theory and some other things that go with it. But I think once in a while you go into a place where you go, people have died here. And it, you just carry it the whole time you're in there. Yeah, um, I mean, you can also walk into a place and be like, this place has, like, so much happiness here. Or, like, even, like, if it's somebody's home that they passed away, like, you can tell if that person lived, like, a really happy life. You can feel yeah. that as well, which uh, is really cool. You know, in, in going back to the kind of movie thing, 
the scariest moment <laughs> in the Paranormal Activity movie. And the reason I say it's the scariest because I felt this exact same way before was when they called the priest to come over. And the priest walks into the house and he takes like two steps in and he goes, yeah, I can't be here. I got to go. Yeah, they feel it. I think uh, people that have a really strong spiritual spiritual connection are really good at feeling these things. Do yeah. do, do you think, sure. like, if you would walk into building, you would, like, even if you did, you personally did not know that somebody died in there, when you walk in there, the energy would, like, you oh, would feel that somebody, yeah. somebody would die in me, there. Yeah. It's overwhelming. Yeah. Like, I know because I, I felt the same same feeling like I, I was in a, a built, abandoned building and I did not know somebody died there but yes when we were looking for houses there was a few houses I walked in and immediately was like nope but I didn't say anything but I'm like this is not no I can't live here like never but it was really interesting though when I before we got married when we moved into like I was looking for a place on my own when I walked into the condo I eventually ended up buying like It was an immediate, like, this is my home, this is my vibe, this place has my energy. Yeah. And it was weird. Like, that's the weirdest thing to ever say. I'm not, like, one of those foo-foo people. Like astrology. I'm not into that, really. But, like, like you're, the, I the, knew, the, like, the stars were aligned. This is the energy I want. This is my home. Like, yeah. I, and I knew, and I scooped it up. <laughs> Feng Shui is real. Spencer, have you ever had that? Um, not with a place. Um, no. I, f I feel like personally I not a, not even your place not even the place you were with like visit you, you never had that feeling I mean I I've been in places and and got creeped out like a creeped out feeling but never and like a feeling of that that is very strange huh like for sure mo mo most of us without knowing that there is a person who most likely died there we kind of had a sixth sense Is that fair to say? Well, I mean, if you go to any hospital, like, do you feel that when you if you go to a hospital? I'm gonna be honest. I try not to go to the hospital because yeah. that smells like you're death. gonna <laughs> fucking go to a hospital if you don't start drinking water, <laughs> dickhead. But, you know how many people die at hospitals all the time? But I mean, you go to a hospital and it's like it's the hospital. It's a lot of fucking judgment. But I think that I f feel that energy from people more so than buildings I, I do believe that like energy is is released and sometimes captured in a building um, have I ever been overwhelmingly like overcome with that feeling entering a place not that I can remember so here's an idea and it's not quite on topic with horror movies So I worked in a, a nursing home from the time I was 16 till I was almost 19. I learned that you can smell death on people. Oh yeah, absolutely. So you know, you yeah. know what I'm talking about. Well, I've, I've been my, I've been near someone dying many times in my life. I can it's, smell that all it's day, an every actual, day. <laughs> there's a, it's an actual smell. It's really crazy. Yeah, it's strange, and I figured out. Any day now. I know that's. Jesus it's a little Christ. morbid, but it's real. It's no, thing. it's it's very real, and it's not just like a, you smell it days before. Sometimes you can it smell can it a, a while. Years, yeah. yeah, a year or two. Have maybe. you two ever experienced that? Um, 
Uh, here, here yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll go first. I'll, I'll give you a second. Um, for me, my family kind of tried, been trying to keep me away from that. They've been trying to keep me away from death for a very long time. Like, anytime one of my uh, grandfathers would die or grandmothers, they would just keep me away and just not tell me for a very long time. But as a child, you know, you deduct that stuff. Mm-hmm. pretty fucking quick like you know once they do not invite you over or you do not go over for like naturally every year for like Christmas for holidays you you know you don't yeah. come over you, you, ju- you just you just you know you figure it it's out it's intrinsic you know you know like uh, that they, they don't tell you like and, and for me that that's how it was for a very long time they like my, my family never told me about any of my family family members dying but I know yeah Spence um, yeah I, I think that that's real and have experienced that um, a lot of people call that old people smell but no, it's a difference. <laughs> There's definitely a difference. Um, but. It almost smells like. This is terrible. <laughs> it almost smells like, you know, when you get like an old bag of popcorn? Like. <laughs> it's. it's in- That's terrible. It's like. Jagi keeps sniffing over at me. No, it's just I don't know. I to explain it. It almost has like this weird. Stale butter. Almost, yeah. I don't know. To me, it smells more like. Rot. Rot. Because well, it's like a, a like a rot and old popcorn. Yeah, mixed I, together. The people who have that kind of old stale popcorn smell, those are just old people. <laughs> but the people who have that well, there's another rot, smell stale I can't popcorn quite mix. Put my finger on. <laughs> <clears throat> no, it's it's strange. It, it's almost. <laughs> that's definitely part of it. It's part almost it. like sulfuric. Yeah. Little, yeah. You know, kind of has that brimstone smell mm-hmm. but anyway I, I think that would be like if I was going to make a horror movie that would be one thing I would put in is oh grandma make sure the smell is involved it smells like sweet urine grandma <laughs> smells like rot <laughs> um, so bringing it back to horror movies oh we just went off on a whole thing didn't that's we? what this show is all about <laughs> we went down it's, some it's what there. we do so it's quite literally what we do. Going back to Let's horror back movies. Out of this what's a horror movie franchise that went way too long? Oh, really? Way too long. Oh, I was going to tell you my favorite one. Oh, okay. Let's, think, let's go with that. Yeah, let's go, go with favorites. Can go into this. No, we How many Saw movies are there? Ten. There's only ten? I thought there was like 22. <laughs> it feels like 22. <laughs> I think I saw the first two. They lost me after yeah. the third. I can't, I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm and after, now. like, I watched uh, about seven. Rick started working there at Hexel. I couldn't watch him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he looks so much like him. It's scary. Yeah. I see him and I'm he like, get like out. Jigsaw? Yeah. Ooh, creepy. Yeah. He Do you want to play like the game? The guy <laughs> ever meet, but he looks exactly, exactly Yeah, like no, him. he's oh, he's an so incredibly funny. kind individual. But every time I see him, I'm like, where the fuck is your tricycle? (laughs) (laughs) He came over there and was working on 11 with us, and Samisi was the upgrade lead. And then he came in and said something. He was like, 
Dude, if that guy fucking walk comes in here on a tricycle and beats. <laughs> <laughs> so with that said, what's your favorite franchise? Oh my gosh. So Spencer introduced me to Sam Raimi and I'm like obsessed with all the Evil Dead movies. Oh, credit work credit. I never due. I would have never watched those without him. Never. Did you just watch the original three? Uh, yeah. Or did you watch no, the we remake? Watched We've watched the original three, the remakes, and then the one that just came out. Oh my gosh! The Evil Dead. So Evil I still haven't watched it. It's pretty good. I so, keep meaning to. I have not seen in so many years a movie that has had like all that classic, like crazy gore, like this one. It's so good. The new one, Evil Dead Rise. It's awesome, and then it has that like creepy mom factor, which is. So scary. You know, and that's mom and the kids. That's and part of why I keep, so good. in some way, avoiding it is because oh, it's, it's like a mom with her children. It's so good, though. Yeah, it's. it's I kept it's messing with our kids after we saw that because <laughs> <laughs> um, we took them to see it. We're I would parents. say my favorite parents movie franchise, uh, horror movie franchise, would probably probably be. Um, the Scream movies. Oh, so good. Oh. Just because each one is equally dumb and scary and just fun. <laughs> yeah, they're And awesome. it's like pretty self-aware that it's, you know, doing movie tropes and shit like that. Yeah. And uh, I like those movies. Um, I think the ones that went the longest or too long. Yeah, I would have to say the Saw movies, just because, and I, I didn't, I didn't watch them all, and that's probably why, just because it was played out to me, like, like how many more toes can you cut off, bro? Yeah, <laughs> how many more elaborate schemes can you come up with for people to, to yeah, just dismember themselves? <laughs> Yeg, what do you think? Well, uh, to take it back on the some of the other ones, like. Uh, Definitely love the ones that shows the humanity at, at, at its worst. So any any genre that shows humans do the worst to each other. So anything that fills your old bait crate. So <laughs> anything that straight up like shows like what the humans are capable of scares the shit out of me. It's like straight up true true horror. Like anything with the monsters is kind of relatable. Like fucking scream, scream. Like yeah, you you fuck the guy up. That that's it. You outplay him with your CG. <laughs> Did he even answer that question? I'm not really sure. <laughs> no, he his favorites were the ones where people are terrible. Um, What's the most outplayed one to you? Like. I'm gonna be honest. The slasher series is the one that scares the shit out of me, just because that one is kind of normally somebody you know who do, who does it. So, admittedly, scream because it's always somebody that the main characters the, know. The series slasher, the slasher, oh, okay. sl- slasher on a, not scream, scream, scream like that fucking come at me anytime you want. Will eat him. Yeah, I, I, I've always kind of had a problem with Scream. Well, I, I mean, think it's, I, I think it's totally dumb because if it was really just fucking shoot the guy. Exactly, and like I'm, 
pretty much always carrying. So it's 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 more <laughs> scarier. I got 17 rounds in the first magazine and another 17. You're going down. But that's that, fuck like your I best, said, that's dude. That's like a classic horror movie trope. Is like. Nobody knows how to use a fucking gun. What the hell? Yeah. And, and they e- always run upstairs. <laughs> never outside. No, you know what? I got to give credit where credit is due. The first two Scream movies were fucking awesome. The, the and, the, and the third one where they started kind of bringing in guns as a self-defense mechanism was actually very well played, even if it got played in a really stupid way. Because... Let's face it, no cop carries a Derringer as a backup. And if you watch the movie and you go, he's, it's a fucking Derringer. It's got two rounds. You couldn't carry a six-shooter, idiot? Anyway, um, the one that's definitely the most played out to me is all of the Jason movies. Because they got so stupid. I don't know. I what think about the, the, Jason the one where he uh, was in space was fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that one was my favorite. I absolutely and love Freddy the living. Jason. Le- Jason, Jason X, X was one of my favorites just because of that. When he beats the fucking <laughs> one person with a fucking <laughs> sleeping bag. <laughs> it was absolutely ridiculous. But that's when you knew I it. loved it. I, it sold. 10 out of 10. Yeah, that's Best when you know movie. it totally jumped the shark, though, because it's like this movie that's supposed to be a horror movie, and you're just laughing your ass off because <laughs> of how silly and atrocious it is. You're just like, oh, my God. He picked up these girls in a fucking sleeping bag and he's whopping them against a tree. That's oh, hilarious. so bad. <laughs> that's how I felt about the like all the Freddy Krueger movies growing up. Like The first one was scary. Yeah, Fre- the but second one it started getting kind of funny, and after that it was just Freddy Krueger was hilarious. Yeah, no, so the Freddy Krueger was scary because of the sleeps part. Like, yeah, it, because that's the only part where you are defenseless. In in sleep paralysis. Partially agree with watch that. Watch it. But I also think like the scariest franchise was definitely Freddy, and not just because of that aspect that like oh he can get you in your dreams. It was more so that that franchise was able to reinvent itself enough times to keep itself interesting. Right. So you had Freddy, the first one, which was amazing. And then it kind of started getting sillier and sillier until you had, like, what was it, the Dream Warriors, where they could fight back on against Freddy. And then you had Freddy's Dead, which was with his daughter. But after that, you had <clears throat> Wes Craven's New Nightmare. I thought that was good. That was actually a really good movie because it reinvented that franchise in a new and distinguished way that you go, okay, this is more than just a movie franchise. This is kind of transcending into the third or fourth do, dimension. Uh, do you remember them like keeping, uh, like using drugs to keep themselves awake? Oh. Yeah. And that's been kind of a trope in pretty much all the Freddy movies. But Starting even... from the, the first one, she was using... Yeah. Caffeine but pills. Even there was even a remake of the first Nightmare on Elm Street. And people hated it. And I watched it and I went Oh, it was a good enough movie to me. They expounded on the whole lore of Freddy. They kinda made it a little bit newer, a little bit slightly more unique, and it was good. And they got Jackie Earl Haley to play Freddy Krueger, which was like a good choice to me. I just think well, you can't was, fuck with the classics, though. He was That's what makes people, uh, people what just are shutting down because of that. Because it's the classic. Watchers I get that. The Watchers. 
Wasn't he just the guy that played uh, Rorschach? Yeah. Yeah, yeah from Watchmen. Watch, Watchmen. Yeah. yeah. A little tiny guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think what... I agree with Kara, what she said about, like, most of the people that were upset or didn't like that movie is just because they were raised with the originals and so to try to deviate um, from the classic Freddy story and whatever. Well, just a difference in, in well, the story. Well, just cinematically, they did so much in that original movie that had never been done, sort of mess with it again. Like, that's that is the pioneers, man. That's like, the only problem I have with it yeah. is because in the first movie they did so many very different, cool, unique cinematography effects yeah, to sell that, that movie. Yeah. But in the remake, it was just CGI. Yeah, that's not as cool. And y- yeah, you don't <laughs> sell it to me unless you're coming to the table with something brand new and unique. Um, to, re- to the remake, I actually did enjoy it. Oh, I liked it. I definitely liked it. I, I like the I love the actor better, they picked. I I, I felt like it was good enough. I think we have it upstairs on DVD. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm pretty sure we do. <laughs> like it, it, it was it was a good show. It was straight up like killed it for me. Let's talk about was a it was it the best in the series? No, no, no. But, stri- but was it better than? Three and four? Yeah, for sure. Which one is three and four? The shitty ones. <laughs> Let's talk about a franchise that we haven't brought up yet. And this one's actually important because I think, in a way, it kind of rejuvenated the horror franchise. The Conjuring. Oh, wow. And not uh, just The Conjuring, but you also have to throw in The Nun and the Annabelle series because the they're all yeah. in the I, same universe. I would universe. like to go first. Okay, we'll go counterclockwise. Um... Those series meant absolutely nothing to me. They like there were scary moments in that show, straight up, that terrified the living shit out of me. Yet, doing the research about about everything that happened, it it did not mean anything to me just because of how those people stole the stories of other people. Did you read the book of The Conjuring? No. I highly recommend it. It, with the uh, the parent family, especially the mother, and her name's escaping me, but uh, what she recounts in the book that was written, granted the book was written by her daughter, informed by her, her mother, it's not just, yeah, you gotta say that the movie definitely embellished some things. Made it bigger than life because oh, it's that's a just movie. Movies, though. Yeah, movies got a movie, and that's what I always say. Yeah, movies are never the same. As but the still, when you read the book versus some of the account details that other people have said, it's still very terrifying. Uh, the reason that I feel so strongly is just because the way they, um, the conjuring the those the couple, the way they use people. Oh yeah, no, I'm not at all. Ed and Lorraine like, Warren. Yeah, Ed yeah, and Lorraine they, they, Warren they are definitely are, con artists. They are straight up like they they just used people the entire fucking time, even if the people's stories were true. Like they straight up like just they. That's what made the story like less believable, even if the stories were true. So there's a moment in the book, and I, again, I highly encourage anybody read it. Is uh, where Ed and Lorraine Warren come to the house because at 
the behest of the parent family. And Ed is immediately trying to antagonize the spirits that are fucking with his wife. And they make it worse for his wife. So the father of the parent family, again, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. He immediately punches Ed Warren in the face of like, you're stirring these guys up to piss off my wife and hurt my wife. Get the fuck out of my house. And I think that moment sells me on the whole story of like, we're already going through hell and you're coming in trying to do some fucked up shit yeah, to he's try trying to, to protect the woman he loves. So yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, that, for me, like, that was a very real moment in the movie too. And it's so like, powerful of the or, fact that, yeah, that's, I've read, I've seen part of this. Sorry. Yeah. Book, and to me that actually sells that story in whole of like, yeah, we're already going through hell and you're coming in here trying to make a story, trying to make a buck. My family's in hell. And, yeah, I'm going to knock your fucking lights out. And I thought that was so cool. I can't even remember where I heard of this. But, yeah, I, there was, I was listening or reading something. I can't even remember now. It was a few years ago. Me and my one of my good friends were really into the whole Warren thing. Um, I think she actually showed it to me. I'll have to connect with her again about it. But she was, we were discussing that. And it's really different from the movie. Like a lot oh, of very the different. things that they go into in the book. So that's definitely something that people should look at if they're yeah. in these movies. So I was just watching um, a show on um, <clears throat> TV the other day. It's called Kindred Spirits. They're, I've uh, seen that. Um, yeah. Ghost hunting team. And they go to the actual conjuring house to go investigate. And they do like a three night investigation. Um, and uh, so they decided to get all the parent family that's still alive together at the house where it happened. So it's like the dad, and then I think there was five sisters, five daughters um, that they bring all to the house. And it's the first time they've been all together at the house in 30 years or something yeah. like that. And kind of do an um, interview with them and then they leave and then they do an investigation in the house. But you, they film it as the, as the parent family comes in and you can just see it on their faces that it's, some of them are just kind of walking around looking at stuff. And some of them go to different parts of the house and are just like staring at place, different places in the house, remembering things that went on in the house and stuff like that but you can see it on their face oh yeah like, you can tell they went through some shit in the house yeah so they I yeah. watched it with them so all of them were there except for the mom who refused to go back to the house um, but it's pretty interesting well the most shit happened to her yeah and well if it, you think about it you'd be terrified it of it happening the, again the youngest daughter you know? yeah in if you believe in that sort of thing, you believe in whatever oh, it is that latches onto you yeah. and it follows you home. So wherever she's at now, she doesn't want that shit come back with no, her. she and sure doesn't. Though I think the most like terrifying story I read, well, sorry, terrifying bit I read within the book was like uh, she went out to the barn and there's a scythe and it's up in the top of the barn and it's just spinning rapidly. And she's just, like, terrified and panicked. And she's like, please stop. And then the scythe comes down, and it cuts her arm. And to me, it's like, if an entity can control this piece of matter at that speed and force it to come down and only wound her, what else can it do? Why didn't she dodge? It's a, When you're fucking petrified, 
by fear, what are you going to do? Fucking rookie mistake. Anyway, my... my You've I never was, been that scared before, have you? I, anyway, <laughs> I was... You've never gonna, had Freddy Cougar jump I was going to say... I'm, <laughs> I do not believe in any of he that. He doesn't Scooby-Doo? Straight up. <laughs> I want to... I want to experience that stuff for myself to be scared. Well, when we start doing the ghost hunting thing. Yeah, it's going to be fake ghost hunting, by the way, just for letting you know if whatever... <laughs> no, it's going to be fake real ghost hunting. paranormal the, investigation. I definitely not going to lose a fucking arm. I can promise you that. <laughs> Dave might lose a fucking eye <laughs> because of his fucking pranks. So? <laughs> It'd be great for views. You can be like fucking Nick Fury fucking walking around. <laughs> so what about, since we're on the topic of the Conjuring universe, what about the nun? Not my favorite. It was not my favorite movie. I did think that there were the a lot was the of scariest like, ones. scary moments in the movie, but there was a lot of parts that I actually laughed out loud. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. I was like, everybody else was like dead silent, scary movie in the theater, and I was fucking dying. <laughs> hey, I will say this. I get that. I will say this. I don't remember which one it was because I'm like notorious for falling asleep and for some reason I have not made it through a damn nun movie <coughs> because of that but there was one I hope my kids aren't listening they probably are whatever mom's a stoner I had smoked a bowl and he doesn't just me I had smoked a bowl and I came down and they were watching one of the nun movies and I got so into it. I was so scared. (laughs) I was like, holy shit, this is so scary. Like, just like thinking about that whole scenario. Which one was it? Was the first one? It was the nun. There's only one. Oh my gosh. No, there's two. Is there? Yeah. The other one's on Max. Oh yeah. So there's one that just came out like um, last year. I don't know. That original so scary if you just smoke. It makes, honestly, (laughs) you, you don't have to smoke. I watched Evil TV Well, I would show. have fallen asleep if I hadn't. Who, who, who watched Evil? Evil. Um, the TV show about the paranormal slash uh, exorcism. Church, uh, the psych- psychiatrist and uh, uh, church exorcism working together. I don't know. Uh, Spencer and I just talked about this. Too bad you weren't here for that. <laughs> um the, the, the point of that one is fuck Uber by the way it's, it's straight don't up sponsor me scares the living shit I don't mean just because of the show you definitely do not want to give him a hug because he's possessed <laughs> possessed by the spirit of love and care uh yeah anyway bitch Random teenager just walked through. If anybody's wondering what just happened, um, <laughs> it was adorable. Even even, even that adorable. show, like <laughs> I knew, not none of the sh- in the show is real, but like in the end of the day, after watching it, my mind saw stuff in the dark, like shadow people. That means you were legitimately scared. It it definitely you actually fear. are human. I'm proud of you. <laughs> It, it definitely was fucking scared, but like, I saw it. You turn on the light; it's nothing. But yeah, after you watch the nun, not fuck, fuck <laughs> evil. <laughs> the show evil. evil. Show evil. It, it was more about. Oh, was that with uh, the black guy? Yeah, the Luke guy Cage. who played Luke Cage. Yeah, no, I, I watched a couple episodes of that. It was actually a very intriguing show. 
um, I fell out of it for various reasons, but uh, no, the few episodes I watched, I was like, ah, this is actually a good show. This could because, run because for a while. that 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 show explains the mental stuff is so fucking good. Yeah, in, in, in especially way. when they talk about some of the because, factors because, and going back to the demon demonic possession that, is like the, what, some of them are just mentally afflicted versus being demonically afflicted the mental the the main character has the, the, the sleep paralysis 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 yeah and she she sees the demon and like it's like throughout the show you you see other guy like who yeah it's speaking of sleep paralysis stay tuned for uh sleep paralysis episode two it's it's really good coming soon it's it's very good sleep paralysis episode by, by the way it was intriguing well what's funny about that particular episode and i don't want to that, that that one is scary because it's real that's yeah what's fucking terrifying and, and i don't want to like harangue on it too long but i've had a number of people who have come to me saying, dude, I listened to that episode on your show about sleep paralysis and I have that too. And that kind of scared me of like, wow, there's a shitload of people who are dealing with this. It's and very I, common. I, 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 never had, yeah. I never had sleep paralysis, but I also seen stuff with my mind, you know, like you watch the scary movie, you see stuff in the dark that it's not there like you you know it's not there but like you see it straight up do like, you know it's not there i i know it's not there because no like, you I, don't no no i know it's not there but again it's not the same as what people experience of sleeper like most what, people what say the, that seeing is believing no like, you're seeing it like i still i still in control but people who experience sleep paralysis they are not in control they are par- par- paralyzed Yes, they cannot move. They normally cannot move at all. They they see stuff that is happening to them. Me, I can see stuff, but like it, my mind shows shows me stuff. You're awake or asleep? Uh, awake. Oh. Do you but think it, that ties into the Jesus? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But, but no, I, I again, my my no, none of my experience never would compare to anybody who experienced sleep paralysis. No, I a thousand percent believe you. Uh, not no jokes is you know. No, I, I believe you. I but I definitely think that watching horror movies or anything related to that influences your mind definitely it definitely informs your mind in a way um in the same vein with the horror movies i think um horror movies definitely tend to have that factor of you watch a movie and it scares you in fact um kind of another semi-vulnerable moment was after having watched Insidious and I had to sleep with the light on again. Um, oh, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> pussy. He didn't need his gun out, did he? Did you? <laughs> what was I... What am I going to do? Put a hole in the wall trying to kill a spirit? 
In yeah. the name of Jaeger. That's what he would <laughs> No, I'm not What Jaeg. would Jaeger do? <laughs> I would definitely Probably kill, kill his family member shooting through the fucking wall. <laughs> no, no. I would fucking strangle the bitch like a man. <laughs> sure, bud. Like, I'd be like, you died again? But no, fucking I, send you back to fucking hell. <laughs> so here's the crazy thing. So Spence and I used to live with my, uh, my uncle, who's the same age as me, pretty much. And he had a lot of experiences with sleep paralysis. Um... There was actually one night, I, you probably remember this, I think you were home. Yeah. We used to have two little cats, we were like little brother and sister cats. And our condo was pretty small. Our rooms were like directly across from each other and then there was a bathroom in between the two bedrooms. Mm -hmm. There was a small landing that was like a little rectangle shape. Our two kitties would not stop, like they were circling around that little area in the landing just like howling, you know how cats make that sound when they yeah. want to fight they were doing that all night long and it was just really creepy, they wouldn't stop, like they were something was in the house, they were obsessed with it, and they just kept doing that and we finally just went to sleep, like it was hard to ignore them, but we finally just went to sleep, but we knew something was in the house and the next morning um, we all, when we went downstairs, we're like, hey, what the hell is going on with our animals, you know? Mm -hmm. And he had said that he woke up to something just sitting on top of him. Just like, felt like a thousand pounds sitting it on top of him. Seems to be a trope in your family. <laughs> yeah, but th so this is my uncle, but it's just something that like, we've, we hear about this a lot from family members. It's yeah. really crazy. He was so scared though. He would leave his light on for a couple months after that. He didn't even want to go to bed it was so scary well and but he was saying too like the entire room was just pitch black couldn't see past this thing yeah it's a weird thing and like i was talking about with uh <clears throat> not just sleeping with the light on I, it kind of taught me to look in the back seat of my car anytime i got in a vehicle Especially because after I watched it, I had, to, bitch. I had to work the next day, and I worked uh, five to five. So it kind of trained me to always look in the back seat of my no, vehicle. I do that, but I'm a chick, so I kind of have to. You, you do. Fair <laughs> point. Walking the dogs out like at night, you still have well, to do it. I mean, I'm also attractive, so. Uh, <laughs> Somebody would definitely. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. You don't know. Who Car knows? Carry on. But yeah, so. I think horror movies tend to inform on our own lives in that way. Um, thinking about animals in horror movies, what do you think is like the scariest moment with an animal within a horror movie? And let me go go ahead and uh, throw out one of the easy answers and say Pet Cemetery. Do you guys remember the movie Quarantine? Yes. Oh my gosh, I forgot about Quarantine. That is such a good movie, too. Um, I think one of the resident's dogs. Oh my god, yeah. Dog. yeah. Yeah, that's sticking out to me because one like somebody was trying to go into their apartment and remembering that their dog was a sweet little animal and it like comes at them. Yeah, that was a good one. Mm. Um, I don't know. Cocaine bear, maybe? <laughs> 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 Cocaine bear. 
Um, you know, that's like a dream of mine to get a bear really high on cocaine and see what it does. What's that one with the sheep, the evil oh, sheep? Zom- zombie uh, sheep? No, black sheep. Black sheep. <laughs> black sheep or Lamageddon. Oh, Lamageddon. Lamageddon. That's so great. This was one of the movies Vincent and I watched that was super stupid. Was yeah, great. we need to talk about some of these stupid ones. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll come up to let, that let's next. Let's spin on that. Yeah, there's some good ones. Um, yeah. Black sheep was good. Uh,. Uh, American Werewolf in London. Ooh, yeah. Ooh good choice. Good um, the whole transformation scene back when it first came out was pretty was um, legit and scary. Not a typical animal, but still an animal. Yeah. Um, for me, it's a true story. Um, back when I was in Ukraine, I was in the staying with my grandfather in a place called the Chakov. It's like near Odessa. Um, I've been there. You haven't, but... (laughs) You don't know that. I don't know. (laughs) I'm guessing. But anyway, the animals woke me up when the earthquake was happening and they were freaking the fuck out. Like... The, the animals that usually come. Oh, they know before. They, they always they, know. They Biosensors. They freaked out and they were like waking me up like to make sure I'm okay. Like that one straight up like it was scary. Like to, like because the Chakov is like a tropical place. Mm-hmm. Like it's uh, next to the sea. I know. I've been there. Again. <laughs> you have not been You don't there. know. But straight up like uh, it it was terrifying just because the cat was trying to wake me up as, like really really trying to wake me up so I'm aware how old were you? Uh, it was 13 maybe that is creepy I actually have to go with uh, a verbal sense of the animal with Silence of the Lambs when Lecter is talking to Clarice about the lambs that she had to kill and that moment is just very chilling because of the way not only he proses the questions but the way she answers Yes, I, with yeah, that's intentional fear and it, I totally uh, binge watched those movies again when they were just oh, on Netflix recently. I'm so, so glad I did. They're so I, good. I, I, yeah. I think the scariest yeah, part that is a really good scariest scene. part yeah. about that is the the when he talks about the way the Germans were or Russians, I forgot who who killed the, his sister. Euro trash. <laughs> no, they were uh they were Germans. Yeah, like when they ate his sister. Yeah. Different movie, but same concept. Still, still, still terrifying. Yeah, shit. no. It's what about Cujo? I was thinking of Cujo. <laughs> that actually, dog is pretty crazy. I actually Saint guessed that. In, uh, <laughs> so we play trivia on the line a lot. And one of Scott's questions was, uh, what was Stephen King's first published novel? And my first guess was Cujo, which is actually not correct. It's well, Carrie. Our kid's really into Stephen King right now. So. Yeah. And anybody named Carrie <laughs> is automatically psychotic, so... Mm, can confirm. Same. <laughs> really? I, no, I, I, don't I, I don't know. I don't know. Let's hear about Carrie. those shitty, scary movies. What's, like, the worst one? <laughs> Why are they one? shitty? They're not shitty. Okay. 
They're amazing. Entertaining, uh, but still silly. Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. I, I honestly, Jason, Jason movies are deeper. Shit. Go deeper. Oh, yeah, you no, gotta no, go no, further. No, that no bro, have you not seen the Evil Couch? Have you not seen Killer evil Sushi? Have you not seen what the Ginger Deadman? Killer Sofa. Uh, I'll, you know what? You know what? How about you guys <laughs> wait for your fucking turn? <laughs> like a fucking adult. I, I will go with Jason movies bro. because they're just slashers right with point blank fucking shit. You know because apparently he's unstoppable. Jaeger, right now, Spencer and I are a fucking pinata of good, stupid movies. Well, I'm, I'm here for it. Let's go. Go next. We're like a pinata up in here. Explode. Got pinata. It. Yeah. Killer Sofa, Lamageddon, uh, Black Sheep. I can't get past Lamageddon. Was it, was it Killer Sushi or was it called Bad Fish? Uh, bad fish. Bad Tell fish. me, are that you a amazing. bad fish too? Uh, Not even as good as the song, but so good too. Horribly <laughs> great. Horribly great. Christ. Horribly great. Um, we just rewatched. So back in the day, remember Blockbuster days? Spence and I used to go walk through Blockbuster, and we'd pick like three movies: a for real movie we wanted to see. Oh no! Actually, they were usually all just stupid scary movies mm. but one time we rented Ginger Dead Man Gary Busey Gary Busey is the that's Ginger all you need to know and then we got Evil Bong and then I think we actually ordered like I think we actually got the, something that was in, real movie, in those but, movies how many did you see did you see lots of them actually actually yeah that's, that's yeah they that's, still have titties but I figured, we just rewatched the Ginger Dead Band recently because I wanted to show our kid, our oldest this one because it's gold. Oh my gosh, so good, right? Yeah. So it's she makes this little, uh, it's like this little, um, it's this bakery, and she's like baking cookies, and somehow someone's soul like gets baked into the cookie. Kind of like Chucky. But he like was a like Charles a murderer Leroy situation. He was like a murderer in his past life. Charles Lee Ray. That shit is gold. Chucky. You've got to watch it. Just bear with us and get through it. It's hilarious. <laughs> I think I need to have yes. a couple edibles for that one. <laughs> you do? It's hilarious. It's so good. <laughs> so, so good. Kind of like Jack Frost, one of those type of movies. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Jack Frost is so good, too. <laughs> what is the one? Oh, let me think about this. You go ahead. I'm going to think about what this movie is called. That's what I'm thinking of. Um, yeah, there's one on um, Amazon Prime called Killer Sofa. <laughs> the, the, it's like a recliner. God, I hope that movie is great. hilarious. And starts eating people when they sit down on the sofa. Okay, what's that movie called that we watched God, that I was like, it, there was I'm, a priest I'm in it? Oh, so. Velocipastor. <laughs> yes, Velocipastor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, know, I know that one. <laughs> I couldn't remember the name of it. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like a werewolf movie, but it's a it pastor that turns into a, a so Velociraptor. Funny. Oh my gosh, it, hilarious. He gets mad or something. Is it when he gets mad? He yeah, if he gets mad and he'll... Kind of like the Hulk, but he's a... People will, like, be pissing him off, and he's like, no, 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 stop, stop, like, because he doesn't want to turn into the dinosaur. It's hilarious. <laughs> you, yeah, you gotta see that one. Great movie. Have you ever seen the movie, uh, I think it's called Bones with Snoop Dogg? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
it is like it tries so hard to be serious, but it's like this movie is dumb as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen this movie. I've heard about it. It's like the best thing about the movie is that Pam Greer's in it right before she got old, I guess. Uh, and we watched it because Caleb got bought it. I think we have it upstairs. No, yeah, I think we do have it upstairs. We need to watch it. So we used to um, always go in the middle of the night around 2, 3 a.m. to Walmart and get the good scary movies out of the bin, too. Out of the $2 bin. $2 bin. You know, I got some good ones up there. Yeah. <laughs> People under the stairs. Um, have you guys watched the YouTube one? The what? What is it called? The the box. The box. Oh, dude. No, I haven't. That one's actually strangely good. It's a YouTube video. It's like homemade, pretty much. Hmm. Definitely better than most of the fucking shit you see. <laughs> I really love it. Me, me, me and Dave watched it uh, on our break. Well, it seems like now I'm always on break with like the um, high quality cameras that you can get for fairly cheap. It should be pretty easy to make a a pretty good movie. If you can so that kind of that's, that's not what the girl said about my sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, well, why is this your bad quality? I'm She's like, like, why does it he want to hang quality, me? It wasn't bad quality, it was bad performance. <laughs> why does he yeah. want to hang me? I'm not enjoying this. <laughs> Yig's sister definitely shared her ratings about his movie versus mine. I definitely ranked higher. Uh-huh. So, with that said, it kind of brings me around to my next topic of the innovators of current horror movies, which is A24 Studios. So they've made Get Out, the new version of The Invisible Man, um, Hereditary. They've come out with a couple others that their names escape me. What do you think about their horror movies? Well, uh, Invisible Man was pretty rapey, but continue. I have not seen any of these movies. I'm sorry. I was busy with the three little toddlers. Invisible Man was pretty pretty (laughs) good, but the, the last one. I think that, to me, those are, are more along the lines of the psychological thrillers. Like, Hereditary, I didn't really think was a scary movie. No. Isn't that the one with the, like, something with weed or something? Like? Mm, no, no, so... What am I thinking of? It was like the, uh, there's a family of four, the two parents and the two children... Uh, an older teenage sibling and a younger preteen daughter and he decides he wants to go to a party but the mother is insistent like you have to take your sister and she engorges on shellfish or whatever the fuck she's allergic to and they get in the car and he's trying to drive them to the emergency room to get her you know epinephrine or whatever it is and she sticks her head out the window to breathe and there's a telephone pole oh, out to the sign. I haven't and, seen this. <laughs> yeah, no. So, anyway, long story short, if you haven't seen it, just tune out for a second. Um, come to find out... I probably won't watch it. I'm gonna it's <laughs> it's kind of not great, yeah. ad- admittedly. And, uh, At least not as great as it was promoted. Yeah, come to find out the mom's family was part of a cult who believed that they could bring about the soul of this ancient king 
into this particular son's body. Oh. And the whole movie's kind of dumb. Sounds kind of dumb. But even Paranormal Activity <laughs> 3 was way better splod than that. You know what? I'm not going to lie. He's right. Yeah, I hated that and one. And I did not like fucking Paranormal Activity. But like, it's... The scariest part about that was the old people walking like zombies <laughs> yeah, and like scared that. the living shit out of me. What is that movie? Uh, the Visit? <laughs> With M. Night Shyamalan? Oh. The movie? Village? No, it's called The Visit. I didn't like The Village. Where like, like the, the grandkids go to visit their... They go to stay with their grandparents. Have you seen that? I have, we've, I remember You know, it. I don't think I have. Yeah, it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah, it was so You know, like, I, two kids go to stay with their grandparents, and they're like, think that their grandparents are acting weird, and they don't know what's going on, and turns out that, like, these two people had, like, killed their grandparents, and they haven't seen the grandparents in a long, like, years, so since they were plot little kids. Plot twist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the plot twist, M. Classic... Shyamalan movie it's not the grandparents and they're like murderers and they're crazy people mm-hmm. but there's a scene where there's like a crawl space under the house and the grandma is like oh my god crawling so under creepy. the house after oh. this it's hilarious I'm gonna be honest any old person walking on the all fours fucking da, 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 you know, I'm fucking you, done did you I will ever... cut your fucking head off <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see the movie Legion? Yo. <laughs> so the the tra- I'm, I'm gonna, I the, love that movie, by the way. Even though I'm gonna be like, fuck that shit. But yes, Legion made more sense to me than religion. Yeah, but yes. that was kind of a, a horror action movie. Yeah. But the trailer definitely gave away the best part of the movie, and that was the old lady who was possessed. In like the first like five minutes of the your movie. baby's gonna fucking burn, yeah. and you're just like. Wait, really? what did she say? And then she starts crawling on the ceiling and shit. And I Dennis Quaid starts shooting at her with a shotgun. And I haven't and seen this one either. I did enjoy the it's Gabriel out, like, part. Like, like he yeah. disobeyed the God. He's like, I love that quote that he says. Like, uh, you gave him what he wanted, and I gave him what he needed. Yeah, I'm pretty I, sure you went and saw it in the the, uh, the we deep. Probably did. I, I'm the worst with text. Kind of religious aspects of that movie were very cool but the movie on the whole is it was it was more flat. it was more of a zombie movie thing yeah i just i think the biggest problem with me with that movie for me was um uh, the main character jeep was played by the guy who was in Tokyo Drift. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just, he like I, I follow his TikTok. He's, he seems like a really cool guy, but he's but like, he not that great. Of act, acting, <laughs> acting, acting skills of worth of a fucking goddamn tire. Did that you guys he was watch fucking uh, riding. Day shift. Oh, with uh, Jamie oh, Fox. That was yeah. Good. yeah, I like that. Very innovative cinematically. That first scene where he's fighting that that or vampire. So good. Um, the first one that he fights, yeah, in the movie in the apartment is very cool. Super, super cool. And then the movie just goes. Can we just talk about like the lack of good vampire movies? There's not very many good vampire movies. Well, if we want to talk about vampire movies, there's really not that many good ones. You have to, you have to go deep, like Dracula 2000. So there, there's that so many sucks. good. I didn't like that one. 
It's Dracula. Maybe it's because I was like Renfield. on a date with some. I still asshole. haven't watched Renfield. <laughs> Maybe that's why I hated that movie. <laughs> it's good, dude. Van Helsing. I gotta throw out one of my favorite vampire movies was uh, John Carpenter's Vampires. Oh, yeah. first Woods. or second? Yeah. The first one. Second one's just terrible. Yeah. Is. But so James Woods' whole monologue while he's in the truck with the priest, and he's like, uh, <laughs> I shouldn't say this, but I'm gonna say it anyway because I'm quoting. It's fine. He's like, vampires just they're they're not a bunch of fucking fags. Walking around in silky lingerie, sleeping in coffins of taffeta. These fuckers will bend you fucking over and take a walk <laughs> up your strata chocolato while sucking the blood out of your neck. And I'm like, this that quote sold that whole movie for me because it's so silly and over the top. But the vampires in the movie were still very scary. I, I actually love Van Helsing. Like, I don't care how, I do ma- too, how many but people a- hated it. Van Helsing was one of the best. Do people hate it though? I feel like everybody I know loved no, it. No, every like, no critics hated it. Critics, well, critics absolutely. Critics always critics hate always all hate the cool movies. Fucking, they don't count. the shit out of that movie. That was by far one of the best vampire movies made for quite a while. What about Thirty Days a Night? Ooh, that's, that's the so scariest good. vampire movie yeah, in that's history. The, that's the best night one. Is yeah, scary, especially in Alaska. That's yeah. what that's what made it fucking terrifying, yeah. just because of that. Let's let's do me, this. Me, me and Dave actually talked about that. Like that movie, it's fucking so scary, just because of the fact that the how long the night lasts. Yeah. So Clockwise. Good. What is your favorite vampire movie? It doesn't have to be the scariest. Just your favorite. I think it is actually 30 Days of Night. I just haven't seen it in a long time, so it didn't come to my mind. That one, and I really loved Interview with the Vampire also. Oh, great yeah. movie. Those are both really good. But for Scare Factor, 30 Days of Night is definitely the best one. Yeah, I, and I'm going to give you credit on that one to say that it wasn't just the vampires that made it scary. It was the human nature. Yes. Like so Manu good. Bennett's character who had shot his wife and his daughters. Yeah. To save them from this impending doom. It was like, I love that movie because it turned into almost like a survivalist film as well. Which is Definitely. super cool to me. I, I don't know, I love that one. There was just so many situations in 30 Days of Night that I'm like, oh my gosh, what would I do in this situation? Like it really took you into that like emotional aspect of it, of what Absolutely. you would do. Absolutely. I, I love that. There's no escape. Like cinematically, it was beautiful. It was just... Well written, made well, especially you think the stark contrast the between like yeah. the white snow everywhere and then just sprays of blood just yeah, and they would just come out of nowhere. They would, they would hide under the fucking buildings. They were like portrayed as like wild animals, and they were so silent and like like cat like almost just like came up on people. Like yeah. it was scary. That was really scary. And I love that they had their own language. Yes. As though they were a very, very ancient species. So I do. Good. I actually do not remember that. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, this movie is it like, was like it did not get enough credit. It was like, no. Really no, so, so, I, the lore of I love Thirty Days of like Night just because the the way the Alaska works with you know with the. Sun. It was not um, this. That movie was not advertised very heavily at all. No, it really wasn't. I at think the time. a lot of I don't know many people that have seen it actually. Spencer? Um, I'm, yeah, Three Days a Night. 
Hearts was probably the scariest one that I can think of. Um, but I just recently watched Renfield, and I I really enjoyed oh, it. Oh, I loved was, Renfield. <laughs> and it's Renfield's awesome. I mean, Thirty Days a Night is scary. Have, Renfield. Uh, Renfield is is an action movie. Like it's a straight up action movie with vampires in it. And so, it's yeah. funny too. Um, it's good. For me, it's straight up Blade. Oh, Blade. Oh, I forgot about Blade. Blade's good. Um, the the first Blade movie was by far like just in terms of vampire vampire slayer. She's she's fucking killed it. The the first villain he faced was by far one of the best villains he ever faced. Deacon Frost. Deacon. Kind Which of opened up the you, whole you, Marvel you, universe. You might you might remember him as your son, but <laughs> you remembered that. Of course, I remember. Wow, that. I'm when, so proud of when, you, buddy. When I, rem- when I heard your son's name, and I'm like, oh my gosh, he named it after fucking Blade Frost. Frost. Wait, sorry, what is your son's name? Deacon. 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 My youngest oh. son's name is Deacon. I didn't even connect the two things. So it's yeah, I really connected really fucking fast. I met fast. Deacon. I just didn't even think of that. Yeah, he's the really awkward one. I like your but he's, he's the really smart one. He's, he's the funny one. No, so he's really smart. He's really funny. He one. actually is doing a college course this summer. Yeah, he's fifteen. Yeah, kid, go. <laughs> so it's funny I, when um, when he was named. The way it kind of worked was I made a list of names that I really liked. And uh, my ex-wife, his mom, kind of picked the first name with the caveat that I picked the second name, his middle name, and she didn't get to fight me. So I, uh, one of the names on the list was Deacon, and part of that was Deacon Frost, and the other part was Vic Deacons from Broken Arrow. So he's kind of named after villains. But his middle name is Riggs from Lethal Weapon. Uh, uh, so, um, shout out, Big Rig. I'm going to be honest, I have my list of names too. It's uh, uh, Dukelian and Darius. See, all you got to do is make a genuine human connection. Scott will be so proud of you. So, Spence and I cannot have any boys because all of our names have been used. Yeah. I mean, by his brothers. Like, if we had a boy, what would we name it now? All of David. our names have been used. No. No, no. Honey, Ouch. No, 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 no. That's not against you. No, no. Feel free. Feel free. He, that's not against you. Hurt him. Hurt him. That is, uh, oh, sorry, Dad. I love your face. But you're an asshole. That is my dad's name. My biological dad's name. And he's kind of. That's fair. I won't fight he's you. He's a hot mess. I wouldn't. No. Sorry. No. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Love you, Dad. So going back to uh, vampire movies, obviously Blade, the first one, top tier for me. But I'm going to go... Are die? It's Blade, ready to die. I was born ready, motherfucker. Born ready, motherfucker. <laughs> I actually am going to take a little step off the beaten path and go Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula. The Cinematically, that is such a beautifully made movie. Is that, is, is that the old one? It's it came out in '92, yeah, and a, the only downside, and is, is that even one, though is we, that the one that Keanu Reeves? Even though we talked about how great Keanu Reeves is earlier, okay, so yeah. this is the worst is fucking movie he was ever been in. <laughs> but he's acting next to 
Gary Oldman. You can't upstage Gary Oldman. There's Gary Oldman been... is Dracula, dude. Yeah. The killer, the professional. Like, what the fuck are we going to... Yeah, dude. Like, him, that him guy is in brilliant. Yeah. The fucking fifth element. No, I, I just think that there's so many really beautifully crafted moments in that movie. Yeah, like, really like the shadow. Yeah, or um, when uh, Jonathan Harker is on the train and you see the moon in the background of the window of the train and it turns into Dracula's eye and things like that. And those were all very practical effects. It's good. Oh, it's so good. It is. 92, I would have been like nine years old. Probably around. I think we have it upstairs. It is. It is. I think we do. A thousand percent brilliant. It is absolutely fucking one of those masterpieces that you have to watch. I just don't remember. I'm sure, like, I'm sure if I were to put it back in, I would be like, oh, Well, Keanu Reeves is... (laughs) Persona, his acting ability does not translate into an English accent. No, like, oh no. <laughs> I'm traveling to Transylvania and to meet the count. And you're just like, ah, oh, God, dude. Can we it, subtitle it is, this part? It is, and just, it is you're not really talk. fucking good. Though. Other than that, it, like, and I'm not hating on Keanu Reeves. Oh, Reese I love at him all. as an actor, but some people just can't do certain accents. Like, yeah, yeah, no, and that's really what it, a case of it I is. I think he's an awesome human, but yeah. Some but yeah, that movie as a vampire movie is just like top tier for me. I, I, I love Blade. Winona Ryder. I'm looking Even forward though to she's not a great actress, I, like I have the book. Do you have the book? <laughs> I have, a, I have an audiobook. Um, can oh, we talk okay. about the fact that he looks like Joe Biden? Oh <laughs> <laughs> my god, I never Holy fucking shit. realized it. Coppola's Dracula, y'all look it up. He looks like Joe Biden. This is kind of crazy. Wow. It is that. Is it this is. a prophecy of our president <laughs> with his horns? I think that's. Uh, you guys, everybody look yeah, that so up. Yeah, so that's, that's gold I, right there. So from that picture, in. From that movie, there was like a section where he wore that hairpiece and By the, way, the fake skin and all that. Biden, but they, uh, the Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors. Oh yeah. Definitely made a quote on that, and it's it do, does not age well. Where they were like, the Simpsons family visited Dracula in his lair <laughs> in Transylvania, and Homer turns to Bart and he's like, his hair looks so queer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a real thing I'm quoting don't cancel me no that just means strange back then don't Even cancel yeah. him I will Different. say it okay cancels come it on was chill like a like a a big really? thing like everybody it was very recognizable so there's a lot of things that like like some of the spoof scary movies and stuff like that would yeah. use that image because it's super recognizable as Dracula exactly um, so yeah so let's uh, let's change genres here. Scariest zombie movie. Ooh. Uh, for me, it's easy. I'll, I'll I'll go first just because you guys You're ready. Want, you guys, sure. Dawn Dawn of the Dead. I oh, that's such a good one. That's the, where Dawn, I was gonna go to. Dawn of the Dead is by far my been top ten. The remake, top right? Fucking five top the one. The newer one or the older one? The older one. Like the original one? Uh, how much original are you going to go? Dawn of the Dead there's first one, came out in the, like the 70s. The one in the mall. The one in the mall. Oh, so that's the new one. So there's one from oh. the 70s. No. Oh. The original Dawn of the Dead was also in the mall. The Dawn of the Dead with the fast-moving zombies. Zack Snyder one. You know what? I'm going to make it easier. Zack Snyder. I'm not a Zack Snyder fan, but 
Zack Snyder makes some of the best movies. So you're talking about the one with the fast-moving zombies? Yes. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. Dawn of the Dead was by far my favorite zombie movie. Second would be Resident Evil, the first and second. Those are very good. Mila Jovovich absolutely killed it for me. She's gorgeous, yet killer main character. Can we talk about in Dawn of the Dead? The two thousand early two thousands version that my one of my favorite scenes is when the lady looks down the hallway and that little girl like jumps up on her <laughs> hands oh. and toes like oh my gosh the very first zombie you and see. she starts little... like coming at them oh she's creepy that's yeah. so good that's such a good scene that is and it was such a departure from the usual zombie movies because I want to say it was the first time that you see fast-moving zombies, yeah, I think, in a movie. Yeah, I think so. Um, the original Dawn of the... Or the remake of the Dawn of the Dead. So good. Um, I have to agree. I think that that's probably the scariest just because it was such a departure from... The genre. The genre of slow-moving zombies, which... I mean, I remember watching the, the original Night of the Living Dead from like the 60s or whenever it was um, Romano's old slow moving zombies in black and white and being super terrified when I was a kid about those zombies Dave what about you? I gotta go with 28 Days Later oh that's a good one too just because of like you were just saying the departure from the slow lumbering zombies to these incredibly fast like rage-filled relentless zombies and then you have to add in the factor of the human element where they felt like they were saved by these soldiers but they had very disgusting ulterior motives Mm -hmm. and that's where again well maybe not again but also killian murphy Kind oh god damn it Jeez. like ascended as an actor for me because not he went from like this my, kind my of my mom met him at the Vegas bar by the way really yeah yeah did you also know that Scott's related really to Robert wish, <laughs> I really wish he was my stepdad just, just gonna tell you right now um, this is this was the time to fucking do shit <laughs> but I no, guess you do see his wiener in that movie so you do actually see his wiener I don't know if it was pierced or not you should have just said that it would have just thrown the egg right off the trail cock piercing (laughs) (laughs) no because it went from him his character Jim being kind of like um, a a very unassuming man a normal guy being stuffed into this extraordinary situation but by the end of it he forms this genuine bond with this woman and this young girl that he's willing to go fucking ham on all these soldiers to protect them amidst all these crazy zombie things. And Mm -hmm. that just showed me like this guy is, he's got it. Uh, I would like to bring up honorable mention train to Busan. Train to Busan is again, whoever did not see it definitely should watch it. One of the best zombie movies ever made. Well, I think that the 
Koreans are doing zombies best right now. Like, oh, they, yeah. They're, they're trying to be trying, trying to be Hashtag alone. Like, if you don't mind or hashtag watching. hashtag alive. Have you seen that caption. movie? <laughs> uh, caption. Hashtag alive. I don't, I don't think so. So it's a Korean zombie movie, and it's about a guy that's like... They did a, actually did a, an American version of it that I didn't really think was great, but the Korean version was awesome. But... The uh, zombie apocalypse happens, and he's like in a super heavy, dense populated city, and he kind of locks himself in his apartment and stays for as long as he can. And uh, it's been like a month or whatever in the show, in the movie, and he's trying to like find people that are still alive. So he's posting stuff on YouTube from his phone, saying hashtag alive, I'm I'm still alive, and kind of teaching taking uh, daily diaries of himself and then he finds out there's a girl in the apartment complex across from him that's alive too and so they try to talk but yeah continue get together and kind of <laughs> yeah it's a good movie yeah it was really good I liked that one a lot that sounds good yeah again Train to Busano or in sequel to Train to Busano I forgot what it's called both very fucking good. Trying to pass on like that moment where the guy like asks him to take care of his family and then sacrifices himself. Like mm-hmm. just fucking good. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like you, you, you get it. Like it's it's all live or die. Every single moment is live or die. You see the humanity in people in even even the selfish people in the zombie <laughs> apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see. I really like the train to Busan. I've seen it probably three or four times. Um, every time I turn it on, she's like, "Why are you watching this again?" <laughs> it, it it is it is. This is probably one I keep falling asleep because I haven't. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it is brutal. I'm the worst is. movie partner sometimes. Like I. Oh, I'm like if I'm tired, I'm just like I'll be here with you, <laughs> and I'm gone. You're like, oh, let, let's put the movie on. <laughs> you no, know I what love, though? I in love in terms of, Sam, I'm tired, y'all. <laughs> in terms of a movie partner, I would rather have somebody who falls asleep during movies rather than yeah, someone who I talks to, during the fucking I, movie. I do that. I, I have to fuck him while he's asleep, and it's worlds. okay. So you're fifty percent the best movie partner. I'm literally the best of both worlds. I am a Gemini after all. <laughs> Gemini. <laughs> Just kidding. No, this poor guy. I do that to him all the time. It depends. If I've been drinking, I'm going to talk his ear off and he's like, shut up, bitch. But he won't say that to me. Just fuck me like a man. Oh, he does. He does. It's fine. He does. After the movie. He's like, are you rested now? You take your nap? Okay, let's go. (laughs) No, okay. So I didn't answer the question. Now that, why do we keep talking about sex? Jeez, come on, what's wrong with Yeg you? brought it up. <laughs> he literally said, fuck me like a man. <laughs> He's like, put it in my ass and call me Steve. I actually oh, are called. You, does he need me to do that to him? Yeah, sure. I don't know. <laughs> go nuts. <laughs> anyway. I, I um, am all about women superiority shit. He's yeah, like, happy International Women's Day. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need it's to 8th of March, by the way. I don't even but need to go there. I just need to do wait, that. wait Anyway, for let's hear your answer. That's not my fantasy. Come on, Care Bear. Um, <laughs> so, I'm going to go back to quarantine for mm. one of the scariest ones. Like, my, my favorite one is definitely Dawn of the Dead, but both of you said that. 
It's, it's so scary. Like Spence said, it's just definitely like a, a big left turn from all of the other slow zombies. So it's better. But <coughs> I really loved Quarantine. Um, I feel like it kind of did like that point of view filming as well. Like the, yeah. it, it was one of those movies that did that. Um, the girl that plays the reporter, the Dexter girl and the Emily Rose girl. I don't even know her name. Jennifer Carpenter. Yes. She's annoying in that movie. But <laughs> it's so Just good. fucking die. <laughs> yeah, she's so annoying in that movie. But I love that movie because that movie brought like a in the within the building. There's like this big sense of community, and all the neighbors want to like take care of each other. But then mm. they go in to check on each other, and then everybody keeps dying because they're trying to help each other. And I think that's kind of a realistic thing. Like, if you live in a building like that, we lived in a condo, and I, like, knew all of our neighbors and mm. knew if they needed help or whatever. So, like, to me, that one was really scary because I would be that person that would be, like, going to check on the neighbors and yeah. probably get eaten by someone's little poodle. So, mm. I liked that one. Mm. <laughs> I thought that one was scary. So, funny story about that actress, and this is completely off topic, is, like, uh, uh People would tell my ex that she looked kind of like her. Wait, wait, who? The last one? Yeah, the oh. uh, Jennifer Carpenter. And Not your last ex? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and she's like, I just don't see it. And I was I... like, I don't know. I think that there are factors. No, I don't but, see that either. But it wasn't that that really sold me on that factor. Is that when she would get drunk and a little bit belligerent, she sounded <laughs> just like that actress did in Dexter when she was also drunk and belligerent. Oh. And I was like, I can't tell the difference. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe it's like the show. Like, did you fucking fucking audio hypnotizing you into seeing something? No, it was definitely like no. I I hear the difference. I'm sorry. Um, so, I do like. Also, the claustrophobia of that movie Quarantine. Yes. Because you couldn't yes. get away from it. So, yeah. when you talk about other movies that portray horror no, and, I, and a little bit so, of mystery yeah, within so claustrophobia, have you ever watched the movie Devil? Yes. Yes. Where they were trapped in the elevator? Yeah. So, that movie was real horror incarnate mm -hmm. because you're watching these characters go one by one by one in this tiny little space mm -hmm. influenced by allegedly the worst being to have ever existed. And just the fact that they're all stuck together and it was a very cool mystery. I think as for horror movies, top tier. Have you guys... Oh, you're not... I'm not okay. So in quarantine, were they... Zombies or were they? They said they said it was like a virus, but it made these COVID nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, it it made them violent like a zombie. Yeah, I I thought it was they were saying it was like they were possessed. Um, no, it was like supposed to be like some kind of virus that was like in the. I think it was something with the airflow system. It seems very much like COVID nineteen. Yes. <laughs> Isn't it strange? You should have just worn fucking masks, dude. Well, yeah. I mean, why did they get vaccinated, assholes? They you know how. If you want to think about movies that relate to quarantine in terms of a psychological thriller, have you ever seen Contagion? 
Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I fell asleep. So, fun fact. (laughs) Total side note. When they show the autopsy of Gwyneth Paltrow's character, they use the same head that was in the box for the movie 7. What's in the box? (laughs) What's in the box? Which, side note amazing scene on Brad Pitt's behalf. Yeah. That was so well. Oh, he's that, that, he's that, a good actor. That he honestly fucking is. Seven Deadly Sins shit was fucking Dude. perfect. Become Wrath. Okay, Just become did wrath. you guys, we're not even, this isn't horror at all, but do you guys um, remember that movie Lucky Number Slevin? Yeah. With Josh Hartnett? So Again. With, uh, that, that you know what's funny? So good. This is so stupid. But Lou. since you brought it up, I'm going to say it. So, do you remember in the movie, Lucky Number Slevin, when they finally tell you what Slevin Calavera means, bad dog? Anytime my dogs have misbehaved, I call them Slevin Calavera. (laughs) That stuck with me so hard and I couldn't even tell you why. I love it. I know I've seen that movie and I can't even think of what it is. So, it was... um, We we loved it. It was so good. It is so... It is really good. So, Bruce Willis's character is an international hitman and he basically takes in this child and he killed the kid's mom or dad or both or whatever, but he takes this kid in and he teaches him his ways as an international hitman. He remembers everything. I'm surprised. And then when this character is older, who's played by Josh Hartnett... He takes his revenge on these two rivaling gangs in New York, but he goes by the name Slevin. Yeah, it, I don't. Babe, I'm, I'm gonna so, be honest. Babe, if you watch the trailer, you like hundred percent remember. We gotta it's, watch it again. It's so good. It is. It is very good. It's so good. fucking Slevin Calavera, bad dog. <laughs> uh, he he does what's what's the horror one the TV show that he does with the vampires. Oh, he was in uh, Penny Dreadful. Penny Dreadful. Ooh. Fucking absolutely yes. beautiful. Goddamn. Good show. Oh my gosh, I loved that one. That was I, great. I don't know why they just fucking stopped. Yeah, why did they Penny just... Dreadful was so You know what? Good. I can't begrudge any TV show or any set of movies that goes out on top. Yeah. If they had stopped so The Walking Dead at season three... <laughs> it would no, have been so I still thought it was good. Like... I understand why people lost, like, lost interest. I lost but the shit out of it. No, I get it. I do because I lost my interest too. But then I went back to it, and it's so good. Like on a human level, like I would say, The Walking Dead is one of the best series ever made. You know what's funny? Like is from so beginning to end. I know it lost people in the middle. From the beginning to the end. It's so good. No, God hold, damn. hold on. Like, hold I would, on. I would honestly give it to. No, uh, it's fucking so Game of Thrones, and I don't no. even like the Game of Thrones at the end. <laughs> Hold on, but like first no. five seasons of five, six seasons of Game of Thrones. You got to give were... us credit. So listen to this: as uh, we did that episode on zombies, and we did some honorable mentions to The Walking Dead. It's so good. And I said I dropped off at this point. Right? So did I? But go back. So I dropped go off back. at the point where uh, all. Uh, what's his name? Eugene. Eugene? You, yeah, Eugene made all the guns backfire. Okay, go back and re. And no, and I it. did, and, so and that's good. what I'm saying is I went back from season four on, so I remember one, two, and three very vividly, and I watched basically five, six, seven. Uh, I think it ends at that point for me, or maybe it's the end of eight. I can't remember, but after talking about that episode. 
I went back and watched those seasons. And I went, honestly, there's a lot of really good stuff in here. A lot of great character arcs. A lot of really good good episodes. That it's like that show merited me to stick with it as long as I did. Up until that decision where I went, okay, I'm done. I would say it kind of goes more into like... like um, what are they? The we, we got judged. Yeah. The whispers. I yeah. think when they start um, introducing the whispers, it becomes more of a psychological thing. Well, it's the whole yeah. thing is a psychological thing. With no, zombies, is. or just a side note in the show, it's more about the humans that are scary in the. It in is, the show. but when they introduce that, I think I was like, "Oh, this is whack!" Like I've watched the uh, there goes those Silence of the Lambs people. You know, like that's weird. Yeah. It, and I kind of didn't, I'm like, this is weird. This isn't zombie. This is just psychos. And and that's why I was like, ah, they're going out yeah, of the genre. Yeah, but at this point, But it does been, make sense the more you watch it. In the, in, the, in the series, it's been like, I think it's supposed to have been like eight years or ten years since the zombie apocalypse has happened. Yeah, but her So you've got groups of people that have really good. honestly just gone fucking crazy. Yeah, well, that's what I was and saying. so they like, have her, a whole... Like What's a her name? whole community of Maggie? Alpha. Her no. name is Alpha. alpha. Oh, yeah. yeah. So she, what I thought was interesting was they really showed, like, going back to mental health stuff, like, they really showed somebody. And she's fucking crazy. She, like, yeah. if you thought Negan was bad? I don't know if you've seen any of uh, Alpha stuff. They end up, did you know, oh, you haven't seen the end? It, well, to I the point where Eugene manufactured all the bullets to backfire all of Negan's guys' guns and then oh, he's then like, no, let's imprison him. Negan instead of kill him. I was like, I'm done. Yeah. I would have beat his ass so to you fucking death. Finished it yet? I have not. Okay, then I don't want to tell him what happens. But the lady that like leads the whisperers is so loco. <laughs> I love like I love her character and like I don't love her character, but I love the way they wrote her because she's so fucking crazy. That it's just like cool to watch. Like, well, what's she gonna yeah. do next? <laughs> you know? Well, that makes the best characters. No, when it really does. And the way that they like tie her into Negan and her daughter is with the other, like the good guys, and like it's it's you. I don't know if you know that. It's like so good. It's so. Since good. you say it, I'm gonna actually. Go and I actually and watch love it. the way that they have to bring her daughter back in to like reconnect her and her mom, and then. Like, the relationship with Negan that happens, like, how they join together to, like... It's it's really good. You need to go back. I thought it was corny as fuck at first, but the more I watched it, I, I wanted to finish the thing it. That, yeah, it the so thing good. that I appreciated, it, even though it was fucking arduous, was that they... I love that word. ...took time to... Um, Build the characters, even though oh, they built the like if they were gonna, if they were gonna, like, marry two concepts in the show together, they would take the time to build the character up before they tried to show you this story, this story arc that's that's happening on a side character. I think that's why people got bored with. So a lot of it is just like, why are we watching this fucking person that's been in the background for so long? Now is like the main star of the show. This is boring. Like, yeah, I think that's watching? where they lost people. Is it was like did it become Daryl was the main character? No, it just became part like, of it. Yeah, I mean, well, there's part of it, there's yeah. it goes through like it goes through each one of them that you think that, oh the show is about Daryl oh the show is about um, it really goes back how to it's like, like Rick at first 
you know, you think it's about they, Rick, and then the things it changes they went to Maggie or Carl or you know, it, it, it See, changes from person to person. I actually like that concept because I think all of the characters in that show are amazing. They're so good. They actually are very good and very interesting characters, but it's very hard in a ten episode arc to give everybody their fair due. So well, yeah, and like I said, I, I cut off at a certain point, but it's like what you're describing has me intrigued enough that I'm going to go back and watch it. I would say that those um, those backstories, I can see how they lost their audience through those, but I also think they were so important and instrumental to like develop the story and to develop to Ooh. develop the finale and like connect it all together like if they didn't do that it wouldn't make sense the way the show ends i think it was beautiful actually i i'm glad that i went back to it some of them you have to have watched for a few seasons to get the payoff in the end is like oh, okay that's why they were showing me this yeah two years ago yeah. <laughs> you know and, and like somebody sat down and wrote this shit out like for a long time and I, yeah. that makes me appreciate it. And and I love that too. Like someone had a vision for these characters. Like, I don't know. I don't know if you like if you ever write a book, you start from the end and you go back to the beginning. I think that is exactly what happened here. Well, I like, well, it was a graphic novel. I mean, it was a, like a comic book. Well, so you know how you write a, a book, lot of it right? Been... You write your end and then you yeah. build your story. And I no, feel like I, that's how it was written. And I did that and because I wrote a book. I loved it. And I don't talk about it much, but you did? That's, that's basically how I started, was I wrote the ending that I wanted. That's how you're supposed to start. <laughs> because I wanted to lead into the next book and then I had to go backwards from there. Yeah, Which because you're, fucking you're sucks showing because, a result in how you got there. <laughs> yeah, you, you really yeah. have to kind of piece together. You're like, okay, I have this ending that I want. How do I start? Then you find a starting point, and it goes from here, and then it goes like this. <laughs> yeah. Just zigzag lines to try to get there, and it's really difficult. And then even when you're done with it, you're like, God, this is stupid. Yeah, and as a writer, doesn't that give you a little bit more respect for somebody that had to develop a 12-year story? Yeah, and so that's where I'm going. Like that's where I'm going with this. Like, I know those like those that season got kind of stale, and people got bored because there wasn't as much action as there was in the beginning. But this is so instrumental to the way the story goes. You know, when it comes so to the Walking Dead, you got to watch it. It's so less good. about the end goal. If there was the one decision that turned me off from the show. If they had made a different decision, I would have stayed with it. And it was a simple fact where Rick was like, we're going to let Negan live. We're going to keep him in prison. I'm like, fuck that. Bludgeon him to death like he did to Glenn. Okay, but I also value his character. Reason being that he was a police officer and was a good police officer who actually gave a shit about his yeah, life. But- and he was trying to live to who he was. I, that I, was at different times, though. Like that, there is no way you can justify. You can't. I don't you, care if it's an apocalypse. If you're a good human, you're always uh, exactly. going to be. I'm, a I'm good gonna side human. with that. You, yeah, okay. Let's, if you let, have a good heart, it doesn't fucking matter the situation. He, did, right he did his fr- kill his I mean, friend who fucked his wife. Has but, he already killed at know, that point? Though that's the problem I have. Is they spent the last. 
three or four seasons prior to that event yes. showing that he can yes. be an absolutely cold-blooded killer but when I he think needed he got, to be. I think that was not the time to be a soft person. That's all I have to say. I don't think he was a soft person through the whole show. No, I do not. But I think he also did all of that and didn't feel good about it and was like, I'm done hurting people and wanted to like fix what he had no, done. So I 100% get that, especially in lieu of Carl's death and the letter that he left his father mm-hmm. saying that we can make peace and all that. And I get that to a large degree, but I feel like there should have been more lead up to that. In terms of yeah, maybe spend yeah. some episodes yeah. going, Dad, you don't need to kill these guys. Like, let's try this or let's do this. But or, kids don't communicate that way. Yeah, not in the no. last like ten minutes of the episode. Yeah, and, and that's really what bothered me. But it was like I was already kind of hanging on by a thread with that show anyway. And it's like I really needed something to grip me in a way that was going to keep me going with it. And it I just think I didn't. could connect with his character in a lot of ways, though. So and I, I, so I, I can too. It. I think yeah. in that. Situation. I think we all connect to different characters in shows. We do. And, and I definitely really connected with Rick in a very spiritual level. Because of that whole de facto leader kind of, I got to do what I got to do to protect my people kind of thing. I mm-hmm. get that. But in the end, it's you're talking about this person who murdered two of your best friends in oh, front no, of all of up. your other it's friends. It's so fucked up. No, retribution is in order. Yeah. Oh, it's so fucked well, up. Well, I think that I you agree. also have to take into consideration how the show was meant to be consumed on TV. Like, uh, you'd have an episode once every week for four weeks or eight weeks. Yeah. And then... A gap of like five months in between and then another eight episodes later on in the year whereas like if you watch it that way you're like at the end of the episode you're like fuck it's over yeah and you have to wait for a week to watch the next episode but like if you're watching on netflix and you're just binge watching it it gets fucking stale real quick absolutely and i that's where i have a real strong love hate relationship with the Streaming services going back to the TV format of episode of the week mm-hmm. during spring and then the summer off and then during the fall months you finish out that season. And part of me goes, you know, these shows that I watch, whether it's The Boys or... Uh, oh my God, I love The Boys. Oh, same. Or <laughs> The Walking Dead or... Uh, the Boys? I'm just fucking <laughs> Oh, what? You would love that shit. You almost got punched in the eye, but I knew better. I'm like, you that almost... show's right up his alley. <laughs> but it, it doesn't matter. The show, it's the simple fact that we went back to that 90s and prior formula of how we release television. I kind of love it, though. And exactly, and that's where I have the love-hate relationship because like, in the moment, I'm like, give me more, I'm tapping my vein, right. I want the rest. <gasps> yeah, exactly, but then when it finally comes out, you have this big payoff that, that you waited for. Delayed gratification is yeah. the strongest thing you can actually experience as a human, so when you get to the it. end. We all need that. We need that yeah. back. We need that back. Let's roll it back around to horror movies. Um, oh shit, I forgot what the fuck we were talking about. Horror movies. Okay. Yeah, if you had drank some water, you'd be sober enough to remember uh, where fuck, you're at. Fuck that. I know, I keep, we're in these deep conversations, like, we just went down 
We went all well, the way around No, the zombie, he brought it up zombies, okay? Like, the the, there is no reason it. to be feel any ashamed. Hey, this so fucker weird. over here started. You know the way I see it? This is my show. It'll go however the fuck I <laughs> yeah, want. you can if, edit our asses out if you want. No, I'm not going to oh, do yeah. that. That's why you're here, because I like your opinions. <laughs> so if we go down a rabbit hole on The Walking Dead, fine by me. That's what the conversation called for. So, as for zombie movies, sorry, not zombie movies, horror oh, movies. Horror movies, yes. Yeah. We just go with that. Would you rather, sorry, let me rephrase that question. If you were to place horror movies in an order of movies in terms of genre that you would watch, let's say number one is action, number two is comedy, number three is horror, number five is romantic, number six is the. Uh, thriller or so on and so forth to kind of close this out what number would you place horror movies and okay can i start Easy. absolutely are we going clockwise yeah go um so spence knows this about me every like at least three times a week i watch Shaun of the dead to go to sleep because that's obviously my favorite comfort movie yeah comfort movie like Kind of scary, not really funny. Has a little romance in it. My favorite. That's probably, like, I have ten movies I go to bed to. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. We'll never stop watching it weekly. I love that movie. What are the other nine? <laughs> um, so... Inches. Bridesmaids, Dumb and Dumber. Uh... <laughs> oh, let's see. How well do you know me? No, I... Yeah. Send it. I gotta know. You baited yourself into no, it. No, Shaun of the Dead, Dumb and Dumber, Bridesmaids. Um, Where's what's my Disney? Oh, uh, what is the Disney he, movie? He knows my Disney. Disney movie of the month. Let's no, see. it's always versus the same Jackson. One. Monsters Inc. Oh, Monsters Inc. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and I used to watch. I used to go to sleep to the cell, which I mentioned here, mm-hmm. which is totally like actually movie. <laughs> seriously, good movie. But I loved. I used to go to sleep to it all the time. I used to go to sleep to Harry Potter. Dude, that that <laughs> is too. by far the best movie you can go to sleep to. Like, so, side uh, note: earlier Harry when Potter is back to when you were talking Hogwarts. about drawing out a twelve-year plan for the show, the number one thing I could think of was Harry Potter. Oh, when because, we were on New Year's? No, when we were talking about The Walking Dead. Oh, to, oh. Okay. Because J.K. Rowling is oh, one of the smartest funny. writers alive. She, really she is. planted seeds very early on mm-hmm. that went very far forward. Yeah, I think, um, uh, sorry, movies or business, whatever. Like, I think you have to. Sorry, everybody, I'm going to go business here. Um, I think Send like it. with anything that you're doing, whether it's a podcast, a movie, a series, a book, I think if you don't start it, like if you don't like see that big dream of like where you want it to go, mm-hmm. you can't construct it. So I think like with anything, like any story, a marriage, a business, a podcast, a book, a TV show, anything, like if you can't see where you want that to end or how you want that to go, like... How are you going to construct it? Like, how are you going to, like, set your storyline and your goal and everything? Like, how are you going to do that? Like, even if, like, I don't know if, I don't know if you do this. If I was, like, doing a podcast, I would have, I don't know. I'm more, I'm really organized. Like, 
Have a what are we to talk about? <laughs> no, I would. That's just me. That's just me in general. I like you do a great job. Uh, like I can't even believe he's doing awesome. Yeah, so we so. have no script. He has no written questions. That's awesome. I was a little bit nervous. I was driving to. Sorry, everybody. I'm gonna go on a tangent here. Send it. I was driving to get our fucking chicken and alcohol, and I was like, "Does he have an outline, or are we just gonna wing this?" And in my head, I was like, "What's my outline? Because I need to know what I'm gonna say." Bro, <laughs> see, you got the wings. Okay. But I'm more. I'm more of a planner. But like this still went great. But I'm just saying, like for something that's like structured, for like a book or something, that has to be structured. So it's it's a funny. Podcast doesn't have to be it's structured. funny you mention that because, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and throw this out there for the context of my own show is. I just uh, went business on you, Dave. I'm sorry. No, and my brain only. That's goes that's that why way. I'm gonna throw this out there is uh, <laughs> New Year's Eve, um, 2023. <laughs> Spencer was asked out on the couch and you kind of gave me that same lecture of like what do you want from this huh? yeah what are yeah. you doing what what are you thinking long term and all that yeah. and that really made me think in long term of what I want to do or where I want to go we're going to chat business later friends no for sure <laughs> and that really made me change my perception and I have to be thankful for you for that because I had not really thought about it I just kind of went yeah I'm just doing this thing for fun but now, in retrospect of what we had talked about, I go, wow, dude, she had a solid point. I of mean, like, this isn't just for fun, right? <laughs> it is, but it Both. also, it's something actually yeah. that maybe I can uh, maybe succeed A lot succeed of people at. look forward to listening to us now. Oh. Well, yeah, and I think that like when you, when you do Roughly something like this. Roughly 30 people. <laughs> Roughly 90 people. When, but when you do something like this, you inadvertently accumulate a following and where are you going to go from there you know yeah and you have to and prepare it can be so many things so you have to prepare for the eventuality of not just it could be a book it could be talk speaking it could be all kinds of stuff. yeah so, because yeah. I've, I've got yeah. so many different kind of things in the works and some of those i kind of keep to myself but as you should <laughs> i i kind of think in long term of um not just Am I doing this for fun or is there a succession in the for future? Yeah. And I have to yeah. think about that. And that's because of you, because you planted that seed. And I'm oh, thankful. thank you. That's, that really compliments me. And actually, I'm going to thank you because I think I'm seeing like some excitement in Spence too. Like he's really looking forward to this stuff too. Yeah, because he yeah. barely ever texts me back unless it's about doing <laughs> yeah, a podcast. He this. No, I. I think I don't text anybody back. It's not not even me. <laughs> he, does, he doesn't even text me, and I'm his wife. <laughs> well, I'm I his other see. wife, and he doesn't text me. So, <laughs> no, so I, yeah. Spence, you don't have to text me back. I'm, I'm a cool. <laughs> yeah, don't Thank text him. I'm, I'm actually really chill. Don't worry. Like, I just like so, like emergencies <laughs> only. I know I mean, this is completely unrelated to horror podcast, but I'm gonna go ahead and throw this out. Like. Part of the reason I actually started doing this was because of him and because him and I used to be in rotation together. Yeah. And, and he's then kind it was, of a cool human, right? <laughs> dude, he's the best. Oh. So there was either when we were in rotation in the ovens, it was either me and Spence or me and Chewy. So we would have, no matter what, I ended up having all these great conversations and I wanted to create this to kind of 
be a voice for all three of us. Mm-hmm. It, but I had to realize at some point it wasn't like I could just have a show with just the three of us. Schedules don't align. Yeah, you, you could. Futures, well, it, if that's the way it pans out, I would absolutely love to do that. But a big part of the reason this even exists is because of him, because I wanted a voice, because I wanted to give him a voice and Chewie a voice and all these deep conversations that we've had with the three of us. I kind of wanted that to be out there in the ether. Well, you're kind of itching my scratch too, um, which is funny because <laughs> when, um, I don't know if you know this, but like uh, probably around like 2013-ish, I started coaching for a fitness company, like a very large fitness company. And I went to a couple conventions and I was watching these women speak and I was like, shit, I want to do that. Like I, like I could literally see myself like on the stage talking, like mm-hmm. still to this day. But then when COVID happened, we like spun off. Sorry, this is going business again. But like I spun off and like was trying to make money here from the house because what the fuck do you do when everyone's stuck in the house? <laughs> um and this you is... split up. That's what you do. <laughs> oh shit! We almost did. Look, that's what happened to me. Look at we made it, to, brother. Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> no, that shit was a doozy on everybody. I'm telling you, it was. But oh, that tests you all. No, think about it. Like all the career changes and everything. Yeah. Oh, we're just gonna go in a whole new episode here, but. <laughs> Anyway, like we, like when I would go to those conventions, it, I, I didn't even care about the coaching business. I was like, shit, I got a lot to say. Like I could get on a stage. So I think that the whole podcast thing is like super cool. So well, it's I a thought voice. this would be really uncomfortable for me. It was really not, which is nice. It's uncomfortable at first. I don't think it's uncomfortable at well, all for me. <laughs> not anymore. You can get naked. Yeah. Whoa, dude. <laughs> Nobody can see us at this point exactly. unless he does a YouTube channel. Tits it's out, yeah. still awkward. Let's it's, not do that. It's, it's, I won't get to Please that. like and subscribe. I won't get Blue to Chew. that unless we have a... Blue Chew, please family. sponsor us. <laughs> no, it's, I uh, quite literally need you right now. <laughs> do you want to have a voice right now? <laughs> do, you, do you got something you got to get off your chest, Yeg? Yes, Blue Chew, please sponsor us. Yeg's pushing rope. Help out, help out a buddy. Blue Chew. Blue Chew. No, it's a, it's a fun thing. And at it's first, a it, was, it was very awkward. Yeah. I'm not anymore. I'm not a television host. I'm not. Uh, none of us are. We're just people. Yeah, exactly. And once you get past that whole problem of yeah i'm just a dude who wants to have a show i'm just a dude describe um i totally forgot what the fucking horror question was <laughs> what do you rate horror, horror movies yep see spencer was paying attention that's oh, why I'm this should be half his show again. i'm gonna go to the bathroom and not go to china <laughs> uh, uh i would say so the question was where do you rank horror the genre of horror movies on movies that you want to watch, um, like horror, comedy, oh, drama. That. Yeah. Um, so mine is number one. Like, oh, really? Watch horror movies. I would love. Well, I would watch porn day. before that, but continue that. <laughs> yeah, we horror movies are my favorite movies to watch. Over, I mean, if there's a good scary movie. 
We'll go see it as soon as it comes out. Yeah, horror movies are number one. For me. Um, for for me, horror movies would be very very low, like seventh at seventh at very best. Interesting. It's 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 more of a like just because horror movies never like quite literally scared the living shit out of me. At least not for the last decade. Do you not have a soul? <laughs> no, it's just just you know I have a CZ, so I'm not scared of anything. <laughs> I got a 1911 that that puts a bigger you hole in You should be terrified. You should be sleeping with yeah. two 1911s. <laughs> who says I don't? Also, also, who says I sleep? <laughs> Good question. I love but, that scene in in uh, Lethal Weapon where uh, Murtaugh puts the target out for, I don't know, 15 yards or whatever, does a quick draw and fires and makes like a nose hole. And then Riggs puts the target out to 25 yards and he shoots a smiley face. Yeah. And he brings it all the way back and shows it to Murtaugh. And Murtaugh's like, would you do sleep with that thing under your pillow? And he goes, I would if I slept. That's, that's like my life motto. Um, as for horror movies... I, uh, I've got to go number three. Action is definitely number one. Action, number one. Comedy is for me is number two. And, uh, the reason I go with action is because my, my dad was a huge fan of action movies. He still is. And that was kind of imbued in me from a very young age. And plus we all kind of, view ourselves as like the action hero in some way shape or form we don't always view ourselves as the hero or the survivor in a horror movie a victim just call it what it is it's not always a victim it's always a fucking victim if you're not a hero you're a victim (laughs) yeah no you're either the no I gotta disagree with you it is a mentality Kara's totally right yeah, I know. I'm not a victim. I fucking love myself. Unless you just get killed by it. Like, Jason I'm a goddamn god. Picks you up inside of a sleeping bag and smashes you against a tree. <laughs> then you're a victim. Then you're a victim. Is Sydney from the Scream franchise a victim or a hero? Victim. To me, she's a hero. She's a hero. Oh, she's not she's a, victim. a victim. No, she's no, not. She's because she conquered her fear. She Bro. fought back every oh, yeah. time. She's, she's a hero. She's fucking killing it. That's all I have to say. Oh, so she's a hero? It was sarcastic killing it. Yeah, no, so... Everyone's a victim if they want to be. Exactly. End of the story. I fucking love myself. And <laughs> along with those Today lines... Today I was a victim of somebody forgetting to put a fucking napkin in my bag. I got some nacho <laughs> cheese on my leg. I'm a victim here. My well, pants are stained now. To round that out, <laughs> you're either a hero, or you're a victim, or... to become a hero. Or... You're, you're a, a motherfucking survivor. You're bitches? a fucking warrior, <laughs> which is the same as a survivor. Anyway, this has been fun. Thanks, guys. It has. I absolutely enjoyed the living shit out of it. Even though you were half asleep for most of it. Because <laughs> it was so pier- fucking about boring. Piercing his cock. <laughs> Care Bear, thanks for doing your first show with us. Absolutely. Cheers to, to you. Be here. Okay, love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.